Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can send us an email at jreepodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash J-R-E-E Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Hey, gang, if you are in Ottawa, be sure to check out our sponsor for this podcast, Ward 14. Ward 14 is Ottawa's first and only consignment bar. That's right. Everything inside the bar is for sale. The bar stools, the bar tops, the board games, the fish. I don't know about the fish, but everything pretty much is for sale in this bar. They have a lovely food menu. They have uh, great specialty drinks. The staff are awesome. Uh, It's a quaint little place. If you're looking for a place to go in Ottawa, it's in the heart of Ottawa's Little Italy. Check them out. Ward 14, 139 Preston, right beside the fire station. Uh, Ward 14, sweet little consignment bar. Check them out if you are in Ottawa. Thanks so much. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Lowe. Maybe I'm crazy, but I feel like you missed a word there, Kamar. I think you forgot people's names. No, he just forgot the word with. I did. I just- <laughs> he just said Joe Rogan Experience. Chico, Simon, Kamar. But I thought the word with, and the listeners know what I okay. meant. I mean, as long as they're with you, I'm with you too, Kamar. As long as I don't forget this second experience. There you go. That's <laughs> yeah, the issue is. That's, well, that's only happened once. Uh, welcome back to the Joe Rogan Experience. Experience, uh, as Kamar had mentioned, my name is Matt Floyd, and I am joined, as always, by Kamar. Yeah. And Simon. Hello. And Chico. But he's hopefully he's not going to say much. Wolf. Uh, for those of you joining us for the first time, uh, the uh, premise, what's the, no, whatever. The format here is very premise. simple. Uh, we've all listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week, and we're going to rate the week as well as each episode based on a one to five Jamie Vernon scale. And then we're going to uh, spend some time discussing each guest and some of the topics they brought up. So on and Welcome, so forth. Welcome, brand new listeners. Yeah, there you go. And uh, for those of you that are joining us for the 29th time, we appreciate you the most. You rule. Um, yeah, we did a, a fight companion this week, but I can promise you we are not releasing that shit. It was a test. Yeah. Um, but there is going to be a debate soon for the Patreon, so uh, make sure you head over to the Patreon and uh, donate whatever you can. That way you can get that extra content. And get over to the subreddit so you can give more ideas. We only have three suggestions so far. All excellent selections, by the way. Yeah, the subreddit is free. And even if you're old like us, it's actually really easy to navigate and figure out. Even if you want to just use it to communicate with us and this show, uh, do that. Anyway, we're going to move on. Uh, Kamar, how was your week? Oh, fantastic. I just want to wish a, a belated happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Sure. Simon? How was your week? He made that sound not very nice, eh? The whole Mother's Day thing. All you odd. mothers out there. Um, I had a good week. Thank you, Matthew. Um, it was a great Joe Rogan week. It's a good one, yeah. And we have a lot to make up for from last week. So, Your feelings that the, our podcast wasn't as good as it could be? It wasn't as good as it could have been. Yeah. No, no. Well, I mean... The you just think all the animosity between you and I? Yeah, I mean, okay. it, it, gotcha. this week will be so much better. For everybody out there who yeah, may or may not be a lot of agreement. And Hold on, I think it's important for people to realize, though, uh, 
Simon and I are good friends. We disagree on mostly everything, um, but we always walk away friends. That's why we started this show. Yeah. Like Simon, for example, Kamar left last week and Simon stuck around to argue uh, a bunch of stuff with me and my girlfriend, like probably an hour and a half. We yeah, three more joints that don't take visa. Well, we went to bathrooms too and stuff, but yeah, oh, yeah. we talked about, yeah, that started off with that. So don't think that like, and after that conversation, Mary bought a bat. Mary bought for self-defense. Oh, yes. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. A telescope. No, those are illegal. One? You can't have those. Wow, that's what you need though. No, either way, she bought a bat. Yes. Good old arm breaker. Yeah. Anyway, suffice to say, uh, this week will be better. Yeah, either way. I just wanted to let people know, like, if you were listening to last week's and you were like, oh, man. Are they coming back? Yeah, we're, yeah. we're fine. Trust Buckle me. up. You're we're, going we're to have a good time. This is how Simon and I are all <laughs> the time. <laughs> so don't don't worry. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we get into it? I guess uh, we'll start with Simon. You want to rate the week? The week, yes. I will rate this week a four. It's a solid, solid four. That was quick. Yeah. I'm even going a bit higher. Give it a four and a half. Wow. Wow. Four and a half. Solid, solid Jamie's. Uh, I'm going to give it a four, like Simon. I think uh, four and a half is just a little bit too generous, but it was a solid week, really good week. Who do we have? We had C.T. Fletcher, Lex Friedman, uh, Cheeto Santino, Santino, and then uh, Metz, Wetzel? Jamie, Jamie something, who was great. I just can't remember his name off the yeah. top of my head. I want to say it was Weitzel or something close to that. Hetzel. Hetzel. Metzel. Metzel. Metzel, thank yeah. you. <laughs> Way off. Yeah, no, it was a really good week. There were no MMAs either this week, right? It was just those four. Yeah, so I was wrong on my prognostication. Oh, yeah, what did I say? Predictions is easier to say. Um, There's one comedian. I think I said one comedian, or did I say two? I said that there was going to be one hunter. Okay, this week we're using the whiteboard, because if we don't write this shit down, we're never going to remember. It becomes fucking useless. We'll we'll do it at the end. (laughs) That's good, yeah. Yeah, I'm terrible. Let's move on. (laughs) Uh, so that's our rating for the week. Do we want to just get into it? C.T. Fletcher? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, 1291. 1291. C.T. Fletcher. Fletcher. So just before we get started, is he a comedian? No, no. 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 A power lifter. Yeah, no, yeah. no. I, I knew that part, but I thought maybe he knew Joe because he was a comedian. Motivational speaker. The closest he gets to uh, being a comedian. Mm-hmm. Depends what kind of motivation you need. <laughs> Get the fuck up, motherfucker. Wake up, motherfucker. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure you guys looked at the picture that he posted on Instagram there for this guy. Who, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. Even now, after the heart transplant, after all this shit, his arm is so fucking big. He's a big dude. Like, if you just look at that shot. He's a power lifter. I know, but and then you go and look at him when he was... 300 pounds yeah. and his arm is even bigger if for whatever reason he wanted to fight me i just beat the shit of myself and just do it for him i don't want any of ct fletcher it seems like too nice a guy to want to fight you the nicest super nice most guy. intimidating person on the planet i mean again he's at a second lease on life so it makes sense right and i like how he says joe rogan just like joey diaz joe rogan i like when people say joe's whole name I'll tell you, Joe Rogan. Gives them a certain, you know. Yeah. It's, it's something or other. When they have to say your first and last name, yeah. It's almost- um, so, yeah, I didn't think I was going to care for this episode just because, you know, power lifter, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, yeah, I was presently surprised by the it's amount of life. Uh, after death talk. You know how that appeels to me. Yeah, I had a feeling that would get you to. And he, I mean, 
Joe pressed him on it and he said, there's something else after Joe. Just don't even worry about it, man. I know. Yeah, you called me to tell me how relieved you were that there was something after death. No, I called you to say this was a decent podcast because... Wasn't it a text? Didn't we get a group text? Either way. No, no. You called me and said, quote unquote, I was sort of having a bad week or you were down because you didn't like how the podcast came off. Oh, right, 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 right. But I feel great now because... You tell Kamar that kind of stuff? Wow, now I really know where I'm at in the in order. It was just... it It was all a ruse just to let him... Tell me it was that just, there's life after death. It was just a preamble for <laughs> Either me way, to tell him. All I get from him is, are we fucking bowling tonight? <laughs> hey, boy, you guys, you guys don't talk when you bowl? No, no. It's, it's all business. Very measured. Wow. All business, <laughs> man. We're not there to fuck around. But yeah, I mean, if you're not going to take somebody who's actually died's word on it, I think it's more interesting. What are you going to do? I mean, I was in a coma for three days, and does that count? I saw nothing. There was mm-hmm. nothing. There was nothing. That's well, a coma, but though. you're still alive. You yeah, but I don't remember whether I flatlined or not. I mean, they. Well, I don't remember. I was. Mm-hmm. I went to a coma right away. For the coma, you remember being at the top of the slide, and then doctors in front of you, sort of thing. No, no. So I like I I I hit my head, and then they. I started bleeding from the ears right away because nice, I I nice. burst a blood vessel in my head, and then they were like, "Go back to class. We'll call your parents." With bleeding ears. Well, this is the thing. So I I, I fell in the sandbox, right? So a lot of the sand stuck to the blood. So they they're also teachers who are retarded. So they didn't really know. They were like, go back to class. They didn't know what to do. So they sent me back to class. And then I I get to class. I'm concussed. I'm obviously about to go into a coma. I said to the teacher, I'm like, I I forgot my jacket outside. And this is what's crazy. She goes, go out there alone and get your jacket and come back to class. I'm super lucky. I went out, couldn't find my jacket because I'm going to grab it. I came back to class. And when I got back to class, I said to her, I was like, I feel really bad. Like I'm, I'm nauseous like crazy I ha- and she's like go to the office they're calling your parents anyway i didn't make it to the office that's the last thing i remember is walking down the hall and i looked into my grade one class i made eye contact with my grade one teacher and then i fell to the ground and that's and then i remember the paramedic <laughs> saying whatever you do try not to go to sleep and then that was it and then i woke up three days later fuck those teachers must have felt horrible well hopefully they felt horrible for being so neglectful. so it doesn't sound like you died though well this is the thing i don't i I don't remember, like, I was in a coma, so I, I know they had to resuscitate me. Mm. I don't know whether I flatlined or not. I, I mean, when you were walking down the hall there. No, I, I didn't die there, but I'm saying is there was like a, keep in mind, they wouldn't call an ambulance either. So even when I passed out in the hallway, they called my grandmother because she was the only one they could get a hold of. And my grandmother drove down to the school and saw me and was like, I, I can't take what this kid. is going on what school was this I, I can't say anything about yes, it because I out it no I oh, can't because can't. I also oh, there's yeah, right. legal there's legal implications this they is, settled they settled out of court so I can't crazy. really that's crazy needless to say though they were like we can't they wouldn't call an ambulance because it costs the school board money so they're like we're not going to call an ambulance my grandmother showed up and was like I'll call the fucking ambulance this kid's dying thank that god she is did the stupidest thing I've ever heard yeah so shout out to my grandmother for saving my life Shout out to grandma for sure. Yeah. But, but again, Simon, like I was saying is I don't like maybe there's a difference between being awake and flatlining instantly versus like going into a coma. And again, I don't know whether I flatlined. I don't really know the logistics. I just know that for me, a coma was just black three, three days. You don't know about. Yeah. No dreams. No nothing. It wasn't like a. <coughs> well, no, he said that, too. He said there were no dreams, but he said it was the most peaceful, peaceful sleep yeah. he's ever had. I don't know, man. Sounded all right to me. How about heart transplants, though? 
Well, that's, like, that, fuck, that's man. That's really the whole point. You know, of this we one. talk about um, automated cars and all of that, and we're waiting for robots, and we are putting one person's heart in another person. Another sex that too. is happening right now. Well, he thinks it's an Asian lady. It's a a young Asian woman, exactly. No, he doesn't know if it's. Oh no, an Asian she was woman. the same age he kn- as him. It's an old lady. He doesn't know. He thinks he feels that they're Asian, but he can make wicked egg rolls now. So he's like, it must be. <laughs> he didn't say that. No, I, no, he did not say that. Listen, Sorry. man, I saw a video the other day. They gave a guy a fucking a hand transplant. Like from there to there is someone else's hand and it's fully functional i mean sorry it's functional fully functional is a bit of a fucking stretch it's obviously someone else's hand you mean he can jerk off with it that's what i was saying yes it's (laughs) with a bit of he's got enough grip on there that you can probably jerk off with a claw yeah it's just i guess you don't have to get used to it but just how just how ct fletcher was talking about like he doesn't understand how racism is you know what i mean the fact that he has a woman asian woman's heart inside him like we are all the same and the the fact that our body parts all work the same for you to think someone's better than another person is just like right we're not like uh, a species where we fuck and we can't produce viable offspring no we're you know we're horses and donkeys or whatever. But there's no reason to be racist. That's all. That's all. Yeah, just, no, it's all man. just stupid tribalism. So if anyone I, I who listens to this is racist, you know, think about it, man. What are you doing? Well, dude, the thing about racism, like I was watching, there's a great Wu-Tang documentary on HBO right now called of Mikes and Men. I just happened to catch it last night after Game of Thrones. I've and, heard of it. And like, they're talking about where they grew up in Staten Island and how just they're like, it was like everyone would fuck you up. They were like the white guys over there. They'd fuck you up for being black. But they were also like, if you came to our neighborhood, we'd fuck you up. <laughs> Same shit. Like, it was all just tribalism. Not necessarily race. Well, there was definitely racism. The white people were terrible. But I'm just saying. I'm wondering which we can get back to in the last guest is if it's like genetic racism. Oh, you think? Oh, Some you're asking. Some of a fear gene or something. Well, I think it's not even like I was thinking about it. I was like, if these guys grew up in that kind of area where like all the white people hated them and were actively constantly yelling slurs at them and you grew up with that for 20 years i could totally see why for the rest of your life you would then hate white people you know what i mean like everyone just sticks together sure same thing with like it then made me think about farrakhan not that i'm defending him but i was like maybe farrakhan just grew up with a bunch of fucking anti-semite jew haters you know what i mean and like he now is just a 67 year old man who only knows Jew hating stuck in his ways again, not to take Unlike away from Mel Gibson and his father. Exactly. No, again, I'm not saying that, that like, I can't, I'm not saying like, Oh, you just wash your hands of it. Cause you grew up around it. No, you know, like Joe as, talks about that as girl an adult. You should be able to yeah. look at yourself and say, this is stuff I thought when I knew yeah. less. And now that I know more, I agree. I'm not going to support Farrakhan yeah. anymore, but I'm just Snoop saying Dogg. is, I don't, I don't, I rarely think that this stuff comes out of nowhere. Like, I don't think that someone's just... A lot of it has to do with nurture, is what you're saying. Oh, for sure. I think the environment that you're, you're in... Where Kamar was trying to, to, to say, say that, yeah, maybe, maybe that it has to yeah. do with nature. I don't or, think you're born a racist. I think that's crazy. No, it, it, everyone in your family is born a racist. But is it possible that a certain um, category of person has been racist for so long that it that it's in their genes yeah and their DNA. like like a, a, I think, a darwin type thing but i think again that would just go back to more tribalism than racism 
Do you know what I mean? I think it would be so ingrained in you that just like, oh, trust my tribe and not the other, as opposed to I don't like Asians or I don't like black people or I don't like white people or you know what I mean? I that makes more sense to me than than just blatant racism. I mean, chances are though by the time that those hereditary traits were actually visible, the tribe they were a part of most probably doesn't exist anymore. Sure. To trace back to. I'm just saying, like, if you want to hate someone, hate them because they're a fucking asshole. Yeah. Hating someone because the color of their skin is bat shit crazy. And try to find out what you can love in them. Sure. Well, like also, tr- also too, try to maybe figure out where they're coming from. Like, it's, you know, like I was saying, it's rare that some fucking asshole is just a racist for no reason. Did you hear Farrakhan commented on uh, getting banned from social media? No. What did he say? They said, not all Jews, just the devil Jews. Well, I mean, that's a good distinction. <laughs> <laughs> I swear he said that. I believe it. That's good. I mean, there probably are some devil Jews. I thought thought it was going to be a full walk back when I I heard the story (laughs) on CBC, but uh, no, he's he's on the fence. Wouldn't it be cool, though, if it turned out that C.T. Fletcher was right and he did have an Asian heart in him? Well, for all intents and purposes, from here on, it is to me. He just felt it so bad. No, but I'm saying he could actually feel... Maybe not even that it was, but it was this woman's heart and, and there is actually that he wakes up every day and feels the need to put a dusk mask on. I just, that, (laughs) that somehow, somehow some part of your soul is transferred along with parts of your body. Didn't they make a terrible movie about that? I'm sure they made many. No, no. There was a movie where someone like someone died on death row, but they were an organ donor. Well, there's a and horror the person movie. got their heart, and there's then they a, turned into a terrible a person. Was that it? Like that? Okay. But, but I there's don't know her DNA a... is in that heart. Yes, uh, they well, don't scrub it, right? Yeah, I mean, that's her DNA, though. I'm talking about like the things that. Well, yeah, so I'm talking about the thing that we don't understand. The, the, the most. Your, your consciousness or whatever, right? It's somehow being transferred from one dead person to a living person via their. I mean, you would think it would only be able to happen with their brain. Why would it happen with their brain, though? If you put a quarter we of another ass- person's you, brain, you're we make, right. We, we, make the we make the assumption. You're absolutely right. That could be what, what do we not know what it is for? The pancreas. No, I was going to say your appendix is the one that's useless. Oh, is the pancreas the one that we don't know what it's for? Whatever it is. Because your appendix has no use. For sure. Whatever one has no use. It's the, the appendix. appendix. It's, it's carrying your soul. No, because a lot of people don't have it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. People are Those born without Jews. an appendix. <laughs> Someone's born with My brother's appendix. missing his appendix. Oh, Maybe he's a devil. There you go. He never had one? Yeah, no, he was no, born he... without an appendix. Oh, really? I thought he had it no, removed. No, he oh, was okay. not born oh, wow. without an appendix. He was born with an appendix. And had it removed. And had it removed. Appendicitis. Yes, correct. Yeah. And wasn't that a case where your mother was like, you're fine. Yes. And he was almost so dying. There it is. Up, it they're up at the cottage and... Um, <laughs> I get a so call. there, it's not just teachers. See what I, I get, mean? I get a call I'm from my brother right. and he's like, uh, yeah, my stomach really hurts. I'm like, well, why don't you get mom to take you somewhere? You know, it's like, uh, whatever. And then way later on, I find out that, or I got that wrong somehow. Anyways, I had to convince my mom to take him to the hospital and he turned out to have a on death's door. appendicitis. Yeah, it'll kill you. Yeah. Anyways. But yeah, so that would be interesting if, uh, if you could, you know transfer something it's got to be in the dna but i i tend to think that that's not the case i believe that there is some sort of soul some something but i don't think that you can the soul transfer into somebody else and the soul is separate from the dna 
Well, DNA is just your, that's what makes you, you, right? Like look, look like you. Well, if you believe in the, uh, I don't know if it die like you. I mean, Simon, if you believe in the simulation, then your soul is just a piece of data that gets transferred around, right? Which right. would be DNA. And that would make it very easy to reincarnate people. Would also make sense why we don't understand it. That would make sense, Matt. But we don't understand a lot of things, and we're just going to. No, but that would explain those two. No, matrix. No. Well, yeah, we kind of do in a way. There's a lot of stuff we don't we understand. Do that we're just, that's because what I'm saying. we do. We give it to God. Yeah, or so we just give it to what divine. The, yeah, sure, divine right thing. or whatever. Yeah, it's that's the same what thing. It is. That's yeah. why I always compare I know, God to the matrix. Yeah, yeah, right? I know. It's the same thing. Yeah. Simon and I had a deep fucking matrix talk at bowling this week. Um, And now as well, they can um, 3D print organs, which is just like, well, keep in mind, I'm too stupid to understand, but there's a big caveat there. It can't, it, it can't, it can retract, but it can't pump. So they, they did 3D print a heart. Listen, it's the first step. I know I'm hold on. I'm not sitting here like, hold up. I'm just saying It's, it's step one. It's but what I'm saying is one. if they can't figure out that big part of it, then it's useless. But there's, let's go. If they the, can't figure out how to build that heart with the appropriate muscles to contract, then it, But, know. okay, you might be able to uh, 3D print a fully functioning heart, but what can you print that doesn't have as much function as a heart? Well, no, that was going to be my next point. Is uh, you, that's what I was going to say. I was going to yeah, say I mean, you can then print something like, you know, maybe a liver or something. Well, you that can definitely print like a nose, something that doesn't need to do parts, anything, yeah. right? But I mean, or even then, finger. we've already, but we've been growing noses on the back of fucking Which rats. Which is insane, for, oh, man. I agree, for sure. But I think you could um, 3D print a product, like uh, drugs. You could be, 3D print cocaine or weed or anything, you know what I mean? Well, that's no. that's interesting because can you b- print like those are made up of certain that's organic, other it's things. organic material? And if you well, could, so is a heart. Well, it's I, I see what again, you're saying. I'd, I'd have to look into. I what, don't I don't know about that. But this is yeah. the thing: they're printing the heart using human material. I think a plant is made up of like first of all, the THC is what gets you high. If we're talking about weed, so printing weed, if you're just Let's say you have the organic material that makes up the plant marijuana. Like, let's say you took a bunch of of plants and just you, ground you them up. You wouldn't be printing THC. That's what I'm saying, yeah. is I don't think it works. Yet. That's just like the heart. But I, I'm just saying we are in the infancy right. of this. yet. And then soon they're printing souls. If you can manipulate molecules, it's really I'm comes down to that. I'm just going to leave it be. This will digress into last week real quick. You guys both remember Tron, right? Of course. And so what the machine does is takes reads every little inch of him, zaps it, and then reprints him somewhere else. Yeah. Right? It's kind of like Star Trek and, with the uh, and, transporter. And that's all I've ever... Like, if you can imagine something, it can be done. And we may be a thousand years from that being possible, but... If we're three D print three D printing hearts now, it's, it's no. I mean, I I'm with you, Kamara, and and they talk about it later in in the week. Yeah, I don't know who it is, but they were saying, you know, if it happens this fast now, if it takes a hundred years, then in ten years it's only going to take fifty years, uh, you know. And it's there's some formula that makes everything go so much faster. So if we're already no, well, it's, here, I forget what it's called, but it's in computing where yeah. it's every year computing power Murphy's doubles. Law. No, Murphy's no, no, law. I, everything no. must go wrong. <laughs> or Orkham's razor or uh, what did he call it? <laughs> being Rakeem's razor. Rakeem's <laughs> That's razor. it. Rakeem's razor. Um, no, 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 there is a, that is a law, but th- th- 
that's like the chips are going to get you know so what, small. You know what is cool, though? Sorry, what? He was like, well, the chip, like every oh. two years, it gets half yeah. the size. Well, well, well that's something, we'll save it. There's something, there's something that never gets talked about on Joe Rogan, but that I always read about is nanobot technology and how that will be the actual thing that'll change health. Somebody has talked about it, but you're right. There hasn't been like a nanobot specialist. No, nor have they on. talked about it. At, like, listen, a lot of the topics on Joe Rogan get beaten with a dead, mm-hmm. like get beaten like a dead horse. This is yeah. one that I no, don't. I know one person who talks about it and that's me. Well, no, I'm just thinking because I'm sure it's going to happen. If truly, if that was the technology, like you wouldn't need doctors or hospitals ever. Ever. In theory, they would do everything. Like the nanobots would be living in you. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't even have to brush your teeth because at night they would clean your teeth for you. They would get all the in between stuff. But then anything wrong with your heart? Are they you? It doesn't matter. Are you you? This is the area we're. Yes, of course you're you. You're a computer, though. No, you're not. Just because something is, uh, listen. The you're whole. you are a symbiote because you have this computer living on you. I think that would be it. Would be like uh, it's hard just the shark grasp. carrying around that thing that cleans the shark. The shark is still a shark. Yeah, I know. No, that's what I'm saying. But it's it's, it's still... become part of a symbiotic relationship. Sure. Yeah. It's the same but different. But you would already argue that we're already part yeah. of that. Then. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I with mean, our phones, yeah, absolutely. No, with, I would just say with nature, with anything, like we're, you know, we're living as part of a system. We can't live outside of that system like we can't live outside of nature so we're part of a symbiotic system correct i mean yeah then everything is so but that's what i'm saying well yes that was the point i was making everything in the world everything in the universe yeah yeah, yeah. that's the, that's where i was going with it okay but i mean i'm i gave you an example of something that is like a literal symbiotic relationship that's happening right now but i'm just saying is like as a, we a pacemaker then you could argue is a fucking symbiotic relationship we've been doing yeah, that no, since like I, the 50 yeah, so there's really I, no difference that's well, very cool we're, we're on this road to getting there where there we have, we have, <laughs> a, we have a you're friend. right though you're right we have we've a friend been, with a pacemaker we've been doing it for a while um What's very cool now in Canada, or maybe it's only in Ontario, but we give our organs up right away, and you have to no, 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 that's not Ontario. You have to it's sign. It's the opt, opt out. Yeah, you have to that's sign. Not, not to, Ontario. Yeah, I think it is. It, no, it's a no. West Coast province. Oh, really? I love it. Oh, though, I want sure. them to do that here. Oh, it should be mandatory. Yeah. I, I mean, also that's uh, weird because I'm not a donor, but uh, I also the tweet I read this week I that's been be. passed around a million times. I think is brilliant. Is uh, fuck. I think every guy should have a vasectomy at like 12. Why? Because it should just be forced on you. That way you can't reproduce unless you're really serious about it. So no more. So in order to reproduce, you have to re undo the vasectomy. Yeah. You have to say, I'm ready. Go to a doctor. It's a super easy procedure to undo. And guys, why we're sitting here. uh, Guys would agree to it. You know how this sort of a, a, a different way of having abortion. Or or or, or um, forced birth control, right? But on men, because there's a big argument because Georgia passed a that's what he's saying heartbeat law. And now all these women are freaking out. Yeah, well they're saying you, you can't, can't tell us, tell us what, what to do with our bodies. Right? Yeah. You can tell us what to do with our body. Yeah. Well, well I'm just that. saying is Simon. The the point of the tweet was like we have no problem telling women what they can and can't do with our with their bodies, and the tweet ends with like. Oh men, you have a problem getting vasectomies at eight at like whatever against your will. Oh, that kind of sucks, doesn't it? And I'm with that. I'm like, that's cool actually. I think men should get vasectomies. I are I talk about it every episode. There's too many fucking people walking around on this earth. Nova Scotia. <clears throat> it's Nova Scotia. Presumed consent, they call it. Oh, I thought it was opt out because I know there's a there's a states that are doing it now too, where it's opt out only. But you know what's crazy is that a lot of religious folks will opt out. I'm surprised Simon opted out. Oh, oh, would be a organ donor. Why? Because why? Because of your religion. Because your fear of 
Like, I might need this stuff. Oh, shit. I didn't even think of that. I might totally need that stuff. Yeah, oh, no. Yeah, so you're no. thinking they might bring you back? I just, I don't like to commit to end. I, I yeah. think Kamar, hold on. I don't thank understand. You. That's why you're my attorney. I don't understand. You've died. What do you think you're going to need well, this, this stuff for? It. This is it. If this for some it. reason your soul is kept in your pancreas or your appendix oh, and no, then just... they send me to space or something. I don't know, Matt. Like, they who send knows? me to space who or knows? something? We he's, just he's got a cover base. We just got through saying that things are happening much faster. So you know, if ten years becomes two years, I'm just trying to understand years what neurotic thing this is. You, you don't want to give up. You wouldn't want to give up a liver or your heart out of fear that your soul is in it. Now, I just want to. I, I want to take it a, a step further. You then said that your fear is: what if they send it to space? No, I was just saying that maybe. By the time that I go, knock on wood, okay. it's a long time from now. Yeah, um, they'll have figured out a way to like look. Maybe, maybe all everything from the past is right, and we just need to get back to Orion. And if we can get back to Orion, everything's gravy. It's so funny how quickly this podcast can descend into fucking. Anarchy. <laughs> you asked, Matt. Yeah, you asked. Why you would stop I? this whole sometimes. thing? And you asked. Yep. I sure but did. I remember when I was getting my health card or whatever a couple years ago, and they said, "Do you want to donate your organs?" Like, I don't care what you do with them. Like, I'm dead. Yeah, I'm dead. Yeah, I, I didn't have even occur them. to me. Yeah, fucking have a party in the room and throw them around against the wall. Like, I, what I always said was like, "You don't want this shit." Uh, yeah, well, you want my lungs? Doubt it. I have the worst heart ever. I'm probably going to be CT Fletcher in fucking ten years. That's interesting. Did you know that um, in Canada there was like. If you were a gay man and you want to donate blood, you would abstain for sex for like five years. No, I'm pretty sure as a gay man, you in Canada, you cannot give blood unless under- you abstain from sex for five years. Well, then they added. So, so, so that means you hold can't on. give blood. No, no, no but no that also means they go. added that because I know that ten years or twenty years ago, it was just a, a firm no. Well, it was that, but it was that, but it recently got changed. I love the thought that a gay guy's blood it's is somehow so- more tainted. We're so progressive. We're so woke, except for that. Yeah, it's so crazy. So, what about lesbians? The reason why it was in the news is because now changed to three months. A gay guy can donate blood if he abstains from sex with another man. He can have sex with a woman. Makes sense. It's, but it's like that is so fucking ridiculous. Medicine scientist and my, I have a buddy as a joke is like. You know, it's it's good to have this because I don't want to get my blood from a loser who can't get laid. <laughs> like he turns it funny like that, but it's 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 unbelievable that I was listening on the news and it specifically has to abstain from sex with a man to donate their blood. But if you fuck all the all the trannies or well, sorry, uh, whoa, transsexual whoa, women, whoa, whoa. Or women with AIDS, you you can still go in there. I, I well, no, know. first of all, if you have AIDS, you cannot donate blood. I'm sure you're aware of that. That one I'm with. That one makes sense to me. I, I don't have the it in front of no, me. No, I'm telling you, if you have <laughs> HIV you know, or that's AIDS. That's 100%. <laughs> you don't or, have to have it's it in front of you. 100%. They don't even want to take like... Um, no, they're very cautious. If yeah, they, they, it's a thousand percent. Anyways, as silly as I am, I think that's sillier. This three months, like if a gay guy wants to give blood, I don't give blood myself. But What a, what a weird, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, but like what a weird amount of time why but it was five years like or who year chose three months I, I, I just still like i want to know what math equation 
like what algorithm they're working where they're like three months is where you can get the gay out of your all blood. that like, cum is out of your ass within three months i just that's what i'm saying what does that have to do with giving blood even like yes essentially yes. so i mean that's what we're that's that's weird. what they're saying weird. we're saying it takes three months to cleanse that. that's crazy <laughs> hiv cum it takes less time to get marijuana out of your system than it does to get the cum out of your ass i just don't if i'm dying on a table and they're like we're out of blood there's this gay guy over here and he's like mid fucking a dude. I'm taking his blood. Like, I don't give a shit. Would you take uh, the lady's heart and the gay guy's blood? Yeah. Cause it's going to save like, my life. That is a super feminine combo. So I'm what? All of a sudden I'm like, I'm every woman. I don't understand. Just cause I have a woman's heart. And I think we can only blood. benefit from uh, a joke. Not yeah, getting like a woman's heart. Um, yeah. That make him sweeter, kinder. Gentler. I'm surprised that uh, when Joe is asking C.T. Fletcher about his um, functionality with the new heart, he'd never asked about giving Miss Fletcher the business. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there is. Oh, there, there is a Miss Fletcher. Do you still give her the business like he used to do with his heart? Yeah. It's a good that's question. What I, well, that's what I wanted asked. Well, he asked him if he was like worried about working out hard, and he said no. So I'm sure he's not worried about fucking hard. This guy has a new heart, and he said there's no such thing as over working out. So good for him. But he's now become the inside spoon. <laughs> yeah. I just thought towards the end it was such a dick suck fest. Like just the two of like him being like, oh, thank you, Joe. Thank you. Oh, say uh, like just them going back and forth with niceties. Like I was like, all right, I don't need so much of this. I think it's crazy that they have the niceties, but they both still love violent combat sport. Because C.T. Fletcher was definitely a fan of fighting and stuff. He was, but I like I love violence. But I'm not, I'm not necessarily like a. Maybe I'm wrong. You don't like violence, do you, Kamar? I don't love it. I don't love. It. I see why the fighting is exciting because it happens and stuff. But like, I I cringe more than I am. Uh, Let me ask you this ecstasy. though: If you see a World Star video and it's labeled, uh, I don't know, bully gets what's coming to him. And it doesn't involve someone's head ringing off the pavement. You don't enjoy watching that a little bit. Knowing there were the bully gives you satisfaction, but I always I want to follow up. Like and and I, I, I want to follow up. I mean, I don't have a, any problem at all with the UFC. Like that's a sport. Of course they're, not. They're, we're not talking about. The I UFC. don't go watching fights on the internet either. I don't like that. The oddest I thing. I don't, I don't equate on. those two. I don't things necessarily. Together. I don't. I don't think the UFC is violence. If that makes any sense. Most of the time. Well, no, like you said, it's a sport. So until somebody gets dropped. Oh, on wait, their don't head get me wrong. When someone gets smoked, I still don't think when that a was guy violence. gets smoked like, in know. football, I go, oh god! Like I've seen guys' careers end. Like yeah, I don't look See, at that on, as wait. violence either. No, I actually disagree. Yeah. That I oh. look at as. I'll tell you why. So when we step into the ring in UFC, it's like an agreement that we're trying to hurt each other to a degree we're not trying to kill each other we are in agreement though i'm in there to knock you out you're in here to knock me out to put me down whatever in the nfl you're not there injury is not the end game stopping oh, the person your coach well too. everybody has a job and the job i know but hear me out the rules you know stop the rules of the nfl are clearly state that you're not there to injure and that's why there's been come on i'm well aware of all the gates and i know that they're all the coaches are out there telling them injure them i get that a coach I, got banned for a year. I understand. Sean so, Payton, I know. I follow the story. It's not written in the rules, but it's a... It is written in the rules. That's why he got suspended. It's not written in the rules that it's about to injure people. 
it's an unwritten rule of football. Like okay, but my point is, I find that more violent to me. In, in the rules of UFC, it's slid out. Well, yeah, and the, yeah, it's 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 here. I'm gonna punch you. You're gonna punch me. You're gonna do anything to hurt me and take me down. But once I'm down, that's it. And we get up and we shake hands. You know, for the most part. To me, the NFL, there's something really violent about watching a dude actively go out and try to take someone's fucking head off and i don't think the nfl uh the nhl is innocent with cheap shots like people <laughs> oh, go God. after oh dude injure. yeah yeah oh i would say the nhl the nhl is worse than any of them so i will say this though it's i i find that violence i agree i will say this you know i know that was like 15 years ago i still to this day and i know he got fucked up and he's never been the same since that looked like the most innocuous thing in the world to me Bertuzzi, the Bertuzzi one. Hold on, I think him landing on him the was punch. what did it. Oh no, the punch, yeah, the punch. Like he had his glove on. The guy's wearing a helmet. It didn't seem, but even then, it seemed like the punch knocked the guy out. Which oh, it did, it did. And but the the, the whole thing is horrible. It just you know when you're not expecting a nope, punch you and you get punched in the face, by a, that can knock you out just because you're, you're you know I, I it's different it. yeah, when yeah, you're squared off with somebody and you I have some it. expectation you're, that it's coming. Listen, I didn't think it was a big deal either, and you're. You're probably right. Most of the damage came when his head smashed into the ice. And, and then five guys. Well, no. And then five guys piled, piled on, on after. after. Yeah. yeah. I don't I think mean, that did any good. Anyways. You're also forgetting McSorley, too. That was fucking yeah. vicious. Well, yeah. I mean, he two-hand hacked a guy well, in the head didn't, with a stick. did uh, Flurry do that to somebody? Not in the head. We, we could do a podcast about Anyways. crazy. It's not. It's not. Either way, my point is, my point is, Kamar, I think, you know, I agree with hockey. Like it's there's a lot of violence in hockey for sure. I think uh, as well though, hockey has fighting in it where two guys, for the most part, usually agree to square off. Like it's rare that you see a guy who doesn't want to fight getting a scrap in the NHL. It's usually two guys that are like, yeah, yeah, okay, let's go. No, the fighting. I'm talking about. I know what you mean a cheap elbow. To, do yeah, yeah, sticks, some boarding shots. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm with you. I'm with you. No doubt. The fight, I just the fighting is more like UFC. Yeah. Two two guys agree, okay, we're going to punch each other yeah. in the head as hard as we can. My only point was I don't find the UFC to be quote-unquote violence to me because there's an agreed-upon set of rules, and everyone is all in. They all agree. Like There's there's no one in there that doesn't want to be in there. I understand. Basically, Maybe Rose and Emma Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Um, I don't know if this is one, but Joe said someone in the UFC is going to die in the ring, and it's going to be like a national tragedy. Tragedy. Do you remember... That being talked about? No, eh? Yeah, no, I think I, I do, think yeah. So. But uh, a guy died in the ring uh, this weekend in wrestling. But he had a heart attack. Wow, okay, that's different. I think Joe's talking about someone's going to get fucking dropped in their head. And that could have to do with the <clears throat> multitude of drugs that those wrestlers take. Well, the, the, he died and the wrestler was still wrestling with him. Like, Dude, I don't know if you, you saw you, that. You can, a, you can the see Bellator that fights this weekend, a guy got his head caved in. Rack. With a knee. Can you watch that on YouTube? Yeah, you can. See, it's, I want to see that, though, it's, even though I don't like violence. Well, you've seen that before. You saw um, Cyborg get his head caved in, remember? Yeah, this is brutal. The sound this makes is unforgettable. And is the guy acting like he's all right, like in shock, or is he screaming? Like I turned it off after the sound. I was like, good for you. You know, it's, it's funny, because I sit here, and I'm like, I like violence. I'm sounds and sights of stuff breaking i can't i'm out squeamish squeamish yeah Mm -hmm. i'm out who the fuck wants to watch that though i don't want like i have you've said that and uh, i will never watch that (laughs) okay that guy getting his head like i don't need to see that that's fucking gross i have some sort of defect in me that makes you want to watch that 
Mm. Yeah, but that's like the doctor the doctor pimple popper effect. I can watch that for like three. I cannot. I. I. Yeah. I mean, I. I find the idea funny. No, but like my mom, she like she she could watch that for hours, hours on end. Yeah, no, I can't. Yeah. And think about it, she has like a five million following on Instagram. Oh, or some women shit. Like, your love. Mom? No, w- no, women love. Popper. Most um, women love pimples and popping stuff. For her, it's more cysts though, like giant fucking boils. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a lot. We're that's amazing. What else you have for CT Fletcher this time? That's it. Let's. Uh, you want to move you guys on? are done. I'm ready to go. All right. I I, uh, I feel like we didn't give him his his just dues. We really just talked about his health stuff, but it's okay. They're really no, really quick. He, it was a lot. He knows Doctor Dre really well. Dick sucking. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but he knows a lot of people. Everyone wants to know the biggest guy in the world. <laughs> yeah, but Doctor Dre, it's Doctor Dre. Well, he but he went to him to train. I guess Doctor Dre. Yeah. Well, you remember when Doctor Dre had that like eight year period where he was fucking yoked? Yeah, that explains it. Simon, rate the episode. He wanted to fight everybody who was going to talk trash about him. Yeah, he knew he wanted to be the best looking billionaire. Uh, hey, well, he no, there was no beats to that point. Exactly, he knew he was. Going oh, he to just had the foresight. I'm going to be a billionaire. I got to be yoked well, no, when well, I have when this money comes in. Came to him real early. And oh, and said gave him the technology yeah. for beats, but he had to sit on it for a while. Gotcha. So he knew he the knew. aliens brought him Scott Storch and said, "Have this." Have you seen that? He's uh, an alien. Scott Storch is a totally. He's alien. an alien. You guys have seen that documentary, eh? Which one? The Doctor Dre documentary yeah. uh, with Tommy Iommi. Yeah, of course, the one on uh, on HBO. Untouchables or uh, yeah, on HBO. It's, no, it's something incredible. with a D, isn't it? The uh, defiant one. Defiant, defiant ones. ones. That's it. Yeah. No, just when he's like the untouchables come way off. Do not tell anyone about this deal. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what tells everyone too. Yeah, yeah. Billion dollars piece of you. Well, that's what happens when you're signing Apple signing deals like that with fucking guys like Dr. Dre. You know, I just love it though. Wait one day. Can you just, just wait just, one day? Just, just don't do this. Get drunk tomorrow. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Just don't do this. That's the weirdest thing to me is it's like he's already rich. You know what I mean? Like that's how much money means to everyone. But it's crazy to think that you could already be so well off that you never have to worry. And then a check comes in so big that you're like, fuck it. Like it's nuts. You're so well off that you feel losing it too. <laughs> You know what I mean? If the deal yeah. doesn't go through, the de- you're still rich. Fuck like, it. I don't need so this Apple money. Get. It's crazy. So, I mean, did you rate the episode? No. Uh, I'm going to rate it a three and a half. Kamar? I rated it a four just because, um, yeah. Uh, I should give it a four. I'm going to give it a three and a half just because it wasn't like a super. He's an inspiring dude. And as someone who thinks their heart's going to fail, this gives me a lot of uh, a lot of hope for the future. Um, decent episode for sure. Yeah, my rating was based solely on hope. <laughs> hope of the afterlife. Belief, faith. Uh, Mar, did you? you yeah, rate he it rated again? it. Okay, yeah, we're okay good. that's it. Excellent. Let's move we're on. Uh, fi- final thoughts on uh, CT Fletcher, Mark? This <laughs> is my favorite part of the podcast. Uh, it was just uh, it was <laughs> is um, the the uh, exchange about um, him having the woman's heart and just how harmonious he was. You know what I mean? And just like everyone's got to be cool. And he's just such a crazy guy. Like I agree with him. Whatever he says. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a real pleasant, nice conversation. And how did we not mention the Raptors at the jump off of this podcast? Yeah, congratulations, Toronto Raptors! What Incredible. a what a game! What a win! And um, I hate to agree with Shaw, but whoever took that photo of Kawhi in like the Slavs, uh, the Slav stance just before the shot goes in, where it's like 
there's a couple of Sixers there. There's his team and there, and they're all wa- like and they're all watching face, it. Yeah. Like, dude, that photo is fucking incredible. Is he sitting on the floor? Yeah, he's, and like he's the like slab squat. squat. He's that's like what I'm squatting on the that's floor. That's the best thing that he's on the floor on his ass when it goes in. Well, he's like squatting, dunk, but yeah, that's dunk. it. It's just it was great. Around. The whole thing was fucking great. incredible. Yeah, Congratulations. To the Nothing Raptors. to do with CT Fletcher, but amazing. Um, I'm definitely going to try to go to uh, one of the games. I was going to talk about that in the um, on the post show post show. Well, we can we'll talk about it further in the post show. My bad. I don't so wanna... final thoughts on CT Fletcher. Yeah, great guy. Great guy. No, no, we're I, moving on. It's the next I ho- one. Well, I'm giving my final thoughts on CT. No, I didn't. I interrupted me. You said Raptors. So anyways, yeah, good. Good for him. I hope his heart lasts another. 50 years he doesn't well he wants it to last he just doesn't want to live forever no he said joe was like you could get another 50 years he was like oh no joe i don't want another 50 years so okay oh hopefully 25 30 years there you good go, man in a good place all right 1292 lex friedman boom so i want to say something right off the jump i didn't go back and look because i'm lazy and i don't care enough i, I i'm not convinced that we didn't release that episode with lex friedman so i want to just say on the off chance that lex friedman was in one of our first couple episodes um i shot all over him in that one we all did i really did hardest we, though. we did do him in an episode yeah we were new the, to this. dude we were it was this it was the punch of death and i just couldn't get off of that it was the punch of death was the issue and he reprogrammed himself and came back. This with was a, a different Lex Friedman. Vengeance. Yeah. Well, this- I found a lot of the same Lex Friedman, to tell you the truth. And I didn't have that much of a problem with him in the first one. I think that. Um, I hated the fact that he wore the suit. The I didn't touch like anything death, about I him. ended up. Uh, I mean, as little as I believe in the touch of death, I thought his argument wasn't horrible. But I think we thought the persistence of the discussion on the podcast was the problem mm-hmm. or, or maybe what I found that. interesting was, and again, didn't go back to check because like Matt can't be bothered, uh, but I feel like he talked about scent of a woman on the first podcast too, about how much he loved that stupid movie. No, I would have brought that up. I don't remember us mentioning scent. I of a woman. tell you, he came no, in. No, no, no. I'm not saying we mentioned it. I'm saying, no, I'm, I think I'm he saying, talked about I'm it. saying, though, if he had mentioned scent of a woman, I would have talked I'm going to go back and listen to that we'll, one we'll, because... We'll, we'll uh, do, I'm going to be the one that has to because I don't. Kamar's convinced we didn't release it. He no, thinks no, it was one I'm of those... I'm going to go back and listen to the Lex Friedman, uh, Joe you, Rogan got episode. You, got you, got the you, got first got one. You. Um, let, let's just say, let's just say, we're really getting into this. Uh, Lex Friedman is a 31-year-old MIT professor... Yeah, who's uh, into automation and stuff. Who's already been on Joe Rogan once, as you can tell by the Let's just get this out of the way, though. Joe holds John Wick in way too high regard. No, I like no, John that was a matrix Wick. moment. That was a matrix That's moment. That's great. Ken is the nicest guy ever. We, we already you like this. John Wick. Well, no, okay. it's, it's a really good movie. Is it in your top 10? No. Is it in your top 20? Probably not. Then shut the fuck up, it Simon. Might be. Whoa, it might be. It might whoa. Be. It well, might no. Be. There's like a bagillion movies out there. If you're in my top hundred, that's a great movie. You but know? forget about movies because I just think uh, Endgame is the greatest blockbuster movie ever. Not, Do you want to ruin it for movies. me again? I still haven't there, seen it. There are other movies. Well, if you haven't seen it, you really don't care by now. So we got to draw lines on my point. Um, but what I was saying is of a single man shooter against the world, John Wick's up there is a pretty good, like I'm thinking, uh, it might be, uh, that movie with Mel Gibson. Payback. Sorry. He, yeah, exactly. Like I like knew this, you were going to say this, payback. This style. 
just lost. You know, payback's a remake. Do you too, consider right? Do you consider Taken one of those movies? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just one man against everybody. One man, yeah, yeah. That sort of thing. Born. I think we can all agree though there. that there should never have been any more than one <sighs> Taken. <clears throat> They, no, and I'm not saying I'm not saying Taken was a good movie. I was just asking yeah, if yeah, he I'm that. just saying the genre, and then if you brush it down that genre, then John Wick is a really good movie, and, and right now becoming a great trilogy. This is my point. They bring up The Godfather and The Godfather 2, which are not arguably, they are definitely in the top five movies ever. Okay, so hold on. Then, in the conversation of best movies ever... We get John Wick and Scent of a Woman. That's all I'm saying, okay? These two guys are off their fucking rockers. Well, I was going to ask, um, do you, you, so you do think that Godfather 2 is the best sequel ever? Without a doubt. Oh my God, my voice went really weird there. Um, without a doubt. You know that AMC, AMC has as the top three movies ever. So they, they polled like uh, thousands of filmmakers, actors, and whatever. And both of those are in the top three? Yeah, it goes Citizen Kane, Godfather 1, Godfather 2 for the top three movies of all time. Can and then you I think, think of win. another... I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but can you think of another sequel that was incredible? Bill and Ted. Die Hard. Bogus Journey. Yeah. No, it wasn't incredible. Die Hard. The second Die Hard. Oh, you know what? I think Die Hard 3 is the best of all of them. With a vengeance, with Samuel L. Jackson, yeah, in New York. One. That is a good one. That no, movie, but, the, but the first one is the best one of course yeah. but think about how that movie started off it's 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 them it's so something blows up it's summertime in the city and then the first thing you see is john mcclain in the back of a police truck hung over and they're all talking about how he's about to die yeah and you don't know what's going on and then he goes out onto the street in harlem <laughs> with a big sandwich board that says i hate black people something along those lines no and, it's another word yeah you, you point know, is though like to me that was, i was like this movie's incredible that movie was incredible you know what a test i do use is the big lebowski test though if you don't like the big lebowski i don't think i like you there's probably a bunch of other things you don't have in common you that's fair that's fair no i just if if, if you've seen that movie and you can't understand that just the genius of it Lebowski's the worst. Like he doesn't even clean up his plate. Like what would they, what would they hate about it? You know, I'm I'm just trying oh, to. Take some care. I've met people who hate the movie. How I don't yeah, know. They're I normally don't like they're it. normally those contrarians that uh, Kevin Hart was talking about. I can't yeah, maybe. Believe, I can't believe that person exists. Well, I'm telling you, they do. Um, Everybody loves Lebowski. I think this guy Lex Friedman. I'm not positive on this, but I'm pretty sure that he directed Scent of a Woman. He loved that fucking movie. Yeah, man. he really liked that movie. Dude, even when Joe presses him on it, he like breaks Doubles it down. down. I know. He he quadruples down on Scent of a Woman. He, Hold on. Let me break it down for what I think. Go ahead, Smart. You first. He reprogrammed himself from the first. He listened to the, the first podcast he did with Joe Rogan, reprogrammed himself and said, I have to show myself seeming more human. Mm-hmm. So he yes. uploaded all this Scent of a Woman see, and see. you got to fight to the death for the Scent of a Woman. People are like, no robot could be like this. Like he is ahead of the game. I have a different idea. <clears throat> I think that he grew up as a young boy in the Soviet Union, and one of the only films he had on the VHS was Scent of a Woman. And he grew up a lonely young boy in the Soviet Union watching Scent of a Woman, and he assumed that that dancing scene was like the pinnacle of romance, and that is forever how he sees like his romantic life going down. And I think he's a little bit broken inside because he hasn't had like a ballroom scene with a woman that he loves that is way out of his league or a computer he loves. Sure. No, I, I think that's 100 whether whatever the conditions are, he watched that movie a lot. That movie was just his movie 
Uh, yeah. Everyone has a movie like that. Sure. I think. What's yours? But what's he yours? Just want to make what's yours? Look human. The Little Mermaid. What movie for me? Maybe True Romance or um, Great fucking movie. I think mine's Five Shawshank. Goes West. Shawshank for me, I think. Oh, Goodfellas. Oh yeah. No, I take it back. Good. Doesn't matter where it is when that movie starts. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm watching this. <laughs> oh, if it's on TV, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the worst part, though, is because on TV it's the worst. But yeah, you're right. If you for if, some reason, if you walk into a room and Goodfellas is even a quarter of the way through, you're like, fuck, I'm sitting down. Yeah, I, I think Goodfellas could chump both of them for best movie of all time. But if you don't like that genre, but no, he did. Have was, we done this before? Do you know what beat Goodfellas for best picture that year? Dance with Wolves. Yeah. And do you know who beat Scorsese for best director that year? Who? Kevin Costner? Kevin Costner for Dances yeah. with Wolves. There's only been one bigger travesty in Oscar history than that. Shakespeare in Love? Yeah, it was the year that Shakespeare in Love beat fucking Life is Beautiful, Saving Private Ryan. Like, there were a bunch of crazy And who movies. put Shakespeare in Love through? Who was the powerhouse that forced through to win the Gwyneth Oscar? Gwyneth Paltrow. Kevin Harvey Costner. Weinstein. Oh, yeah. Oh, Harvey. At it again. He's a bad person. There you go. Um, so yeah, that was just to make him look human, and then we get into the balls of this podcast. Well, let's talk about the automation. Sure. Because I think that before this podcast, I thought I knew what an automated car was, and after listening to this podcast, I have a different... First of all, this guy doesn't think that we will ever have cars that just drive themselves. Yeah. He, ever. He doesn't, he doesn't That's think, interesting. He doesn't think we should, I think. It's well, remember when I said that I think the only way that this is ever going to happen is if they were to, you'd have to start from scratch. Yeah, we talked about yeah. this. And we also talked about how it wouldn't work up here because of snow. Like inclement weather, snow especially, would uh, fucks the whole system up. Unless, like you said, Simon, if they build the roads, with, if they rebuild every road and it has sensors in it that are hooked up to it's, the car. This is what I'm saying. I you, guess you a would I'm not saying just start again. Like, but you, even would, then, you would have to tear up every street. You're forgetting, too, that the cold alone might interfere with all that. You know, if it's minus 40 yeah, degrees listen, Celsius if and there's if they're a printing three dimensional hearts, I think they can probably figure out uh, that's what I don't how think, to heat the streets. That's why I don't think he communicates. Matt, that's what you're forgetting. It would that's it would just be a heated street. There would be no snow ever on the street. No ice ever forms on the street because it's just heated. Do you know how much money that costs? I get. Uh, listen, we're talking about taking away all the cars and ripping up all the roads. I don't think money is an object here, you know? I just don't think he communicated effectively the challenges to base that he was, because on the last time we heard him, he was like, yeah, it's 10, 15, 20 years away or whatever. But this episode, he really went into what, like what we're talking about is having to teach the cars all these different things. You know what I mean? Like black ice, uh, blizzard, uh, bike rack on the back of a car, did whatever you guys, it is. Did you also catch, I had no the idea. Things that make the cars freak out. Did you also catch that you have to pay more money to have the tesla that doesn't have the camera inside isn't that insane i never knew that i didn't know that either that's what he said so he, he was talking production's about, easier well no what he said to him is he goes he goes yeah you have the tesla with the camera inside it and then he goes do you have the s and joe goes no i have the other one he goes oh no so yours doesn't have the i didn't realize they have cameras inside on the driver i would never buy a car that had a camera inside fuck that does this tv have a camera no your computer has a camera yeah that's all right. I can tape it. I like how we said it's not if an accident happens in Tesla. It's when it happens. Well, Tesla. there's already like, been one. No, no. I, I'm saying he was just pointing out yeah. that there's going to be many of them. And oh, that's what I was going to ask. So something like truck driving. So if he's saying that it's, you know, there's never going to be 
automated cars, yeah. then is that really something they have to worry about? Like, is uh, Andrew Yang running on a pretend problem? No, Australia, I believe, has already automated 90% of their trucking industry. So how do they do that? Do they do that by having separate roads for the trucks? No. So in in I believe in Australia, the advantage is that most of these trucks are on extremely long stretches of barren highway. That's the first There's thing. There's nothing there. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So, so it and has then, and, a man in it. No, and what no, and what happens is once it gets to a, a populated area, then it needs driver assistance. So, like to navigate cities. So uh, it would be like drive. In our case, it would be like driving from uh, through all the prairie countries. Precisely. You, they'd provinces. A guy would get out in Manitoba, and Winnipeg, a new guy um, would get back in in Regina. Edmonton to finish the drive through the Rockies. A guy doesn't have to get in. They can they can they can drive it manually from us from a computer. Oh well, even better. So you don't need a person. Well, you need a person sitting I mean, at yeah, end. fine, fine. Yeah, but you don't I'm, need a guy. In what the I'm truck. saying though is that one guy, or you can have ten guys in a room controlling two hundred trucks because yeah. they're on the highway. They're yeah. not all. It's yeah. like drone operators. Keep in mind, I am super uneducated. I could be way off on no. all of this. I believe this is what I've read though. But I know that right now. When they have a truck that's automated in some way, there's a driver in that truck. Right now there is, yeah. yes. But so, that's also because they're testing. Well, again, I, I just don't know if you, that's why I'm saying I don't know if your information is right. Not to say that it's not going to be right next week or I mean, a again, year I, from I, now. I've read a hundred um, articles. I could just be mashing them all together. But still, like just to go off, if these 3D printers get in a position that they could print anything, you don't need trucks to transport anything. You know what I mean? Like, what are trucks carrying? No, that's not true. Because first of all, trucks carry a lot of produce is the one thing that you can't. I'm saying if you could. Okay. I'll disappear. Kamara's saying if you can 3D print bananas. Okay. Well, if we're just pretending, then let's just pretend that we have a. um, Well, no, Kamara. One of those replicators from Star Trek. What I'm just saying is, Kamara, you're arguing that. I mean, what you're arguing is that 3D printing will solve everything beyond AI. Because if we can just print food, yep. then no one has to worry about shit that ever. Is, and no one you. ever starves. Can you print food? No. Not yet. We can print a heart. Again, Kamar, think about it, though. If, if they're saying they're printing the heart using human tissue to print the food, you need food tissue. So you need food in the first place anyway. You can't just but, create something out of nothing. Maybe it could be like... Uh, like uh, Soylent. Or biodegradable waste or whatever, sure. right? But like, like I was saying, like compost. Soil- sure. All that shit, the, the weird shit oil you throw away. But what you guys are talking about is something that no one's even started. Yeah, yeah. It has a, don't say you guys. This is Kamara. Maybe maybe that's what the truck would have to transport. I just, the transportation industry I foresee is being attacked from many angles besides just automated I think it's just the automation. But there's one thing about the Andrew Yang thing I want to bring up really quickly is he was talking about how people along all the highways, like all the truck stops, those will go to business and stuff. People still travel. I still drive to Toronto on the 401. I still stop at yep. those places. So you're a percentage of the people who go to those places. Those places also depend on the truck drivers who are driving every day. I realize that. But again, I'll use the 401 as an example. If you stop at any of those on routes or any of those things, the there's way more cars than trucks. You can't argue that truck drivers are the majority of people at those stops. You could argue that, hold on. I didn't say they were the majority. But it seemed like you were arguing that they well, were. No, but, I, but they're, they're a part. So of course, they're a part. They're going to lose 20% of their business. Sure. That might be enough to put out a, a mom and pop guy who has a, 
you know, uh, Gus's truck stop. Like, look, it's not going to take out the Exxons and the Essos, but that was, that's not what he's talking about. That's, that's not what he's talking about. But that is what he's talking about. He said he he's using it as an example that, first of all, how many mom and pop truck stops have you honestly passed in the last year? Uh, not very many. Yeah, that, that's true. That's true. But in the States, it might be a lot more because I know that there, sure, there's more, more rural stuff. Towns, I, I you know? understand that too, but I'm, I'm the you're, rural, you're probably right. But the rural stuff we're talking about, Simon is not necessarily highways where there's truck stops. Yeah. Like we're talking, you know, but, but maybe he's also assuming that again, I don't want to back up Andrew Yang here cause I don't really care about. Well, no, I'm not, I'm but, not asking uh, to die on a hill. I was just saying, I think that was one point of his that he made that he may be exaggerating to a degree. Like, it's not like everything well, in between is if, just going to stop. If um, we do away with gas. Sure. And everybody's That's using... Elon wants to get rid of. Everybody's using Teslas, then those places will be gone. Yeah, but we're fine. We should be fine with that. One industry trumping another has happened throughout time and memoriam. So there's no it's point the in... blockbuster story. There's no point in crying over that. Not to mention gas is but killing the environment. But he's crying about... It's, I understand it's still a good thing, but people are still going to lose jobs. Okay, and, and are those jobs going to be made up by some other... Some, you're going to have to power your car somehow. So there's going to have to be a fill-up station of some sort, whether it's an energy stop, a plug-in. Like we're not Yeah, running. but that might happen when you leave your house and when you get to your destination. It might not necessarily be like gas where you have to okay, fill halfway. What you're talking about, though, even Elon has said like that kind of mileage that they're talking about is... We're not even close to that. And then this guy mentions For sure. running your car off solar sure. is impossible. I'm assuming, Matt, in all of these conversations that we're, we're talking a hundred years well, in the future. No, absolutely not. But we're we're using some source of power that we are not currently using today. Okay, and, but, and if we had a better source again, of power that could be put into a smaller, like a uh, zero sum energy, let's say. Sure. But I just don't like we keep arguing these huge what ifs. Well, like, no, I'm what pretty, if 50 I'm pretty sure now, they have, have it. It's just whether or not we're ever going to get through the veil of oil's, you know, iron curtain. Well, when we run out of oil, of course we will. Well, apparently we're never going to run out of oil. Though. We're never running out of oil. I've You'll heard, be able to 3D print oil. <laughs> <laughs> um, Either way, okay. I just, uh, my, uh, going back to the cars, <coughs> I didn't know half the shit he was talking about. Like, I didn't know that you have to. A lot of these driver-assisted cars, like the camera on you is to make, like you have to keep your eyes on the road. That's insane. That defeats the whole purpose. If I can't read a book while the car drives, what the fuck do I care? Well, but that that's right now. Maybe, but you know. No, this guy's even saying, like he doesn't think that you're ever. I just think he's towing that line not to sound like an irresponsible scientist doing what he's doing. So I wonder then if the whole point is not so you can jerk off or read a book or whatever, but just to simply eliminate all accidents. Well, did you see this week? Some girl on Pornhub got in a Tesla, put it on auto drive, got in the passenger seat, I believe, and then masturbated, got herself off. Yeah. Mm. And they were saying it's like the first time that anyone's ever gotten themselves off while a car drove itself. She's a purse to uh she's a what? She's a purse on the steering wheel of the car. I didn't watch the video. Oh, come oh. I just saw the, <laughs> I didn't say I jerked off to I it. That sounded creepy there. He uh, he used a great quote when he was talking about Elon Musk, and he said something like, um, "What was it? Oh, he jumps off a cliff and learns to fly on the way down. And you need more people like that who are willing to take that jump." Hmm. Yeah, he I had never heard. I had never heard that. Uh, he had three or four really good quotes. That expression before. Did you guys happen to see Elon Musk's face on babies? This week that was circulating. No, that sounds hilarious. It though. cannot be unseen. 
Absolutely, it, it's can. all right. There's nothing wrong with it. It's one of the funniest fucking oh, things I've ever seen. It was disturbing. Oh, it, it's equally disturbing too. Well, don't get me wrong. What I love about this podcast is uh, this guy is so smart. He came way more dialed in this one. Like he had he notes. Knew, he knew all, but he was dropping Jamie's and uh, pick up Jamie, just like spouting out information. Talk about the subreddit when he talked about the hasting things with uh, Alex Jones. Don't say I said that the guy got killed by this car, but it could happen. But the, he's so smart. And he's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Sometimes if Joe Rogan's talking to a guy who's so smart, he'd be like, yeah, but you don't know what it's like to, to combat fight. Mm-hmm. You're smarter than me this way. But this guy is really balanced, and he plays guitar. It's just like, it was a very nice balance. He needs to find love. Oh, my god. That's goodness. what he's, he's missing. Uh, he has Because he wants to build. Scent of a woman. Well, he wants to build her. That's the only time I checked out was when he said that is my life's dream. Like, is to build a companion. Yeah, that was a bit weird. That, that you, was that so you, weird. That you can't force a sexuality on. But that's exactly how AI gets built is by some super smart dude who needs to find love. His passion for it is. And, and go. he'll go to any extreme to make that happen. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Dude. Dude. You can't unsee well, this. Well, I mean, he looks like an Oompa Loompa. Yeah, if you want, you should. You have to YouTube Elon Musk on babies' bodies or Elon Musk deep fake. Well, they talked about this technology is insane. Uh, it's one of the fucking creepiest things I've ever seen. This technology is nuts, but we see this all the time. Like Photoshop Steve on Instagram, the guy that Photoshop, like he does those deep fakes all the time. Like the one of uh, the little rascals where... Brendan and Joe are singing to each other. You've seen that one, Is obviously. It with motion? Yeah, man. He basically takes the little rascal scene where Alfalfa's talking to the the girl on the boat and they superimpose Brendan's face on Alfalfa's and Joe is the... You haven't seen that? Did you see... Uh, I guess I haven't, but did you see the Ben Shapiro clip they showed? Of Ben oh, Shapiro... Yeah, the fake one? Saying yeah, a yeah, of, saying a bunch it, of like liberal shit. Yeah. But it's like... It, it's not... Uh, I thought it was a recording, but they actually have the video lined up with the audio. So what means in a couple of years, we'll just have an algorithm do the podcast for us. We don't even have to show It'll up. We'll just say what we said. <laughs> Does he say exist though? Well, what was really crazy is, uh, did you watch this episode or listen to it? Both. Okay. Because did you see where they had the fake news headlines and it wrote an article like backing it up that shit was that, crazy it's, it's it's just it's 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 attacking from all sides these these learning applications and stuff you know what i mean yeah it's uh, I, I it was nuts it was absolutely insane and they, i just didn't realize they have to teach the car to do everything okay but wait joe is even better dude they get like joe looks so fucking hilarious if you're listening right now, you got to look at... <laughs> oh. And do they make Mike Tyson's buckwheat? We're watching the superimposed technology of uh, all the Joe Rogan gang on uh, on the Little, Little Rascals. Rascals remake. And it's, it's fucking adorable and amazing. And But I mean, think about it. This one, Kamar, is like, if this is the first of this, or not the first, but like, if that's how it looks now... Yeah, in 10 years, you'll be able to make whoever you want saying whatever you want. I can't believe when they can put my face on a porn star so I can just watch myself. It all feels like homemade videos. The best is when you superimpose yourself on both of them. So it's like you fucking yourself. 
Yeah, it might be weird. Um, that's what we were talking about, though, Simon, is the superimposed stuff and the AI that's just leading yeah, well, type we, one thing and then it fills Didn't it we talk about uh, Tom Segura last week? The face switch on. Garth Brooks, on, yeah. yeah. Where it's, it's flawless. Flawless. But speech, too. Yeah. yeah. They could have a you on video saying something. That well, didn't you hear it's in another episode, the the uh, Ben Shapiro we bot? Just, we just oh. talked about it. No, it, it, did. it was this, this one. It's this one? It's this yeah. one. But oh, yeah, it's right here. Yeah. <laughs> ben Shapiro bot. And he's saying, uh, uh, you know, health care is for everyone. Like, he's just saying the complete opposite of all. His, his voice lends perfectly for it, though, because he has the same inflection no matter what he's talking about. He's always, he's always true, outraged. Yeah. So... It's almost like, do you remember Max Hedgem? Yeah, of course. Because I thought that was a thing. You, you know what I mean? Like, You're talking ha- about the Pepsi guy, right? That, he was a, he advertised everything. Wasn't there. he Diet Coke? He had a movie. Either way, I'm right, though. It was the 80s guy. Yeah, that yeah. Was like, it might have been Pepsi. You're right. I, it, I don't remember. It was an actor. Diet Pepsi. It was an actor who played it, but it was just a head on a TV that just Max Hedgem. And I think got to a movie, but I thought that was AI. When I was a kid. Okay. I, I'm so confused. So, sorry. You thought that Max Hedrum was like a real... You thought real, that was a computer-generated like, like computer computer. superstar. Oh, I see. I don't okay. know if he was a superstar. Now, looking back at his comedy, might have been... But it was <laughs> it was the coolest thing. Like, heavy robotics, futuristic stuff to me. I don't know. Write in if you remember Max Hedrum. Yeah, but I was telling Simon, like, I remember my dad in, like, uh, 98 bringing home a computer and being like, this thing is so fucking powerful. It has two gigabytes of memory. Two gigabytes. And me being like, I don't know what that means, but sounds powerful. Now, like, your phone has 64 gigs. And what if you said we can write a little program to rate each other and become billionaires? <laughs> yeah, exactly. the key, man. For all moments of beauty, many souls must be trampled. That was the best one. Hunter deep. S. Thompson. They yeah. got really yeah, deep in this podcast, man. This was a great episode. Because because and it's because of the jujitsu. Like there was no I would love to see them uh roll. I don't know if Joe's convinced. On what? Well, like Joe asked him, like, where do you do uh where do you do jujitsu? Like, where's your belt from? And he was like, so and so in Boston. Joe was like, oh, okay. I felt like Joe pressed him on a lot of things. But in the right Joey kind of way, as opposed to like the Adam Conover Joe, where he just, you know, decides he's going to trash somebody. But I think he had already done that after the punch of the death. Fr- on the first one, yeah. 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 I think Joe yeah. was like, the fact I don't want to punch of death, this guy. Yeah. got out of his system. Yeah. Um, did they talk about aliens in this episode? Yes, they did. Yeah, I thought so. <sighs> did they? Because Joe asked him again. Joe goes out of his way to ask about aliens. And he, I, I, I hate how, what Joe. No, I don't hate. I disagree with Joe on aliens. Like the way he thinks he knows how they behave, or, or what they do. He's just way off. Or he knows because, like I said last week. He had a power lunch where they explained it to him. That's Simon's you fucking theory. But you realize. Well, because I've been really thinking about that, and it was probably that guy, Joe, a couple of other science guys, and then maybe, the an, maybe an alien. Oh, at you. Th- that lunch. Oh, okay. If anything's wow. possible, Matt. So you think Zuckerberg was there? Well, in a different skin. <laughs> he showed up in his. Was Tom DeLong there? Zuckerberg, I think, is an android made by the aliens, which is a really interesting concept I heard the other day. I think you might like this one, Matt, is that any thing that we may run into, any alien who we might run into out there will probably be the 
creation of an alien species, but not the alien species itself. Hmm. They'll have sent forth their, which again, kind of comes full loop because I've heard people say that the greys Mm -hmm. may just be androids, like worker androids for another race of aliens. So sort of like how, sort of like how we sent a monkey to space first. Kind of Matt. Did you watch close accounts? But I guess it would be more like if we, sent like an automated spaceship. I got you. Like we right. sent Siri up there. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and she, and and she does a terrible job of answering their questions. Well, that too. would make sense to my theory. Wow. We are coming all the way around because AI needs a form. It would use the monkey. And then we're back to sending monkeys to space. Boom. Okay. Hmm. Anyways, <laughs> boom. So yeah, the, uh, <laughs> um, he, he, yeah, just going back to, if we believe this guy, though, we don't have to worry about automation. Like, that's a problem way beyond, because I, in my head, it was always like, no, I disagree with even you there. us. I don't think that that was his, I don't think no? that was his statement. No, I think he's fully like, we're going to automate everything to our fullest capacity. I think his point was more just like a car is never going to drive itself to the point where a family of four is playing a board game in the back. And no one's worrying about the road. That's what I got from him. That He's that concern. Sorry, I think I think I said that wrong. He thinks that is going to take a lot longer than I still didn't get that from him. And he knows because he's working on it. That's what, that, and that was my takeaway from it: is the things that I'm worried about, maybe twenty five years from now, are probably going to be. And again, I might be wrong. I might have got the wrong takeaway from it, but I I got from him that it's like seventy five years from now. See, it's so I hate that we're worried about automation. Automation should, like, again, I go back to the fucking 70s, the 60s when computers came around. It was supposed to be the dream. The idea that no one on this earth would ever again have to do a shitty, mundane, or dangerous job is incredible. That's the dream we should all be living, that no one has to push paper, answer phones, that we're all left to do the things we want. The only problem is we built a system that does not allow that, so we all fear it. It It, should be great. It's just that, just like what he says later on, uh, Metzl, whatever his name is, I like, I like where we are right now. And, and it's fine. You're probably right. Things are going to get better and everything's going to get better. But I'm, I kind of like exactly where we're at and the idea of the whole paradigm shifting while I'm still, and, and having to adjust to that shift is just not. But that's I, part of getting old. Yeah. Like, how do you think? I get it. Yeah, it is. You know, I'm sure a 90 year old racist is like, man, this is terrible. But, but again, again, we know that in the past 10 years, it's come way farther than ever before, you know, than any 10 years before that. Yeah. As it will continue to it's do. It's inevitable. I mean, it's inevitable. So I, I'm, I would be pleased if he was or if I was even correct in what he was saying, that is it was going to be a little bit slower than I had uh, counted on. I'm not worried about it all. So that's just a different thought for me. Um, Listen, I'm not spending a whole lot of time, you know, worrying about it. Joe is Joe's worried. I, I'm, I'm just as worried about a comet hitting us like Joe is. Well, I mean, a comet hitting us, you know, they're both inevitabilities, but I, I'd say one's, One's coming fast and furious, which is automation. The, the fact that all of them are working on it from so many different angles is is. I what, mean, I don't know how else to you me would, makes a timeline impossible to predict. 
Well, I think what makes it impossible to predict is just that they could have a breakthrough tomorrow that opens up the floodgate and that's all it takes. Uh, that's, that's right. Well, that's what I think exactly is what I was saying about like something like zero sum energy. But even then we had a conversation. That could change everything overnight. But we also had a conversation Unless a while ago. We had a conversation a while ago about the. Sorry? Unless it's suppressed. Sorry, Matt. We had a conversation a while ago about the detriment of uh, that we're doing to the earth and how like none of it will matter if, if we don't fix the fucking earth. And, you know, I said, uh, my big conspiracy theory was that like big oil, the Illuminati, whoever you want to fucking use the Rothschilds that there's, they've most likely already have some sort of solution. They're just waiting until we hit the point of no return to bring it out. But like this week, for example, this guy figured out how to grow um, coral 15 or 20 times faster than it normally grows. So this guy is single-handedly going to regrow all the coral reef in the world. And where where we thought we had bleached it almost all was to death. it a technology breakthrough or holistic? It, it was no, it was a total accident. Uh-huh. He dropped something, so he has like these reef farms. I guess it is. So like he creates artificial reefs in these tanks, and I guess he dropped something in the tank, and it broke a piece of the reef. And when it broke off, he thought it was going to die, and instead of dying, it grew four times faster. So he just started breaking, like not it. He ended, he figured out how if I break it this way again, I didn't actually read the whole article i got a bit sidetracked but anyway he through breaking it he realized like i've i figured out just a fucking a kink in the armor and that's it and 10 years ago we were watching videos about the coral dying and never come back and cry that's what i'm saying is now like you never know this guy could figure out hey i've now i've now regrown all the coral in the world plus a bunch and then you know tomorrow that 19 year old kid from sweden could have all the fucking plastic out of the ocean and we could be making pavement out of it like they're doing in fucking norway so and then we make 3d printers print anything and we don't have to use anything it's just that's 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 the way it could go i mean it'd be great if you know it'd be really great is if they took all the plastic out of the ocean somehow and then just use that to 3d print but useful uh, plastic shit from this podcast i stopped feeling any sense that ai would try to kill us or eliminate us because we're it would just look at us right now and say oh you guys are so bad you got to go and fix it you know what i mean Remember that look we were talking about in the post show last week? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, <laughs> that was either that look or I was about to say that, Kamar. And you stepped all over. No, I was legitimately just listening to Kamar's point. It just soaking it in. It was so fluent and was making such good sense, oh, which fuck. isn't usually the You're case. You're a nice guy, man. But, but, uh, but, Whoa, <laughs> you didn't wait to the end oh, of that. So. Yeah, I was going to say, he brought that full circle. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm done uh, with my notes on him. No, just, but... Do you okay. fear them AI coming alive and eliminating us? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what I fear because it really depends on how fast everything moves. Like, hold on, hold on. I go back to the fact. I, that I fear that they're going <clears> to <throat> come go, alive and kill us because no, I go back to the fact that we don't know what our consciousness is. So there's no way we could ever program consciousness into a computer. We're not anywhere close to that shit. The close, like when when this guy's talking about automation, he's talking about robots that can do mundane tasks that are the same thing over and over again. We're not talking about any sort of like, so you don't think we're ever going to get to Skynet or that sort of thing. No, no, just in our lifetime, we're never going to get to that A movie. Robot Butler? AI no, absolutely. With Will Smith. No, unless, I mean, even if they, A could robot ex- Butler. Yeah. Even if they could extend my life to 150, which means I would, I would have a hundred and fourteen years left on this earth. Mm-hmm. I still don't believe that I would see a robot Butler. Now, again, 
technology is changing exponentially. So maybe in maybe in fifty years there'll be a robot butler. But unless they can extend my life, I don't think I'm going to live to. Or that. two options: one, that technology could already exist, just like your um, thing to clean up the environment, and they're just waiting for I don't know whatever time. Or a lot of this technology could get dropped on our doorstep, so to speak. Aliens. Just say aliens. The same way they've they learned how to do computer chips and um, all sorts of other They're weird at- jumps in technology that they've taken. So you think every jump in technology is alien? No. That's, yes, I, you do. No. I think, I think some of them. Say I think some of them might be. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you Listen, say- <coughs> this is a very narrow fence. You can't really just sit on it, asshole. <coughs> just, it's a possibility. You're saying the aliens will drop. The technology off at our doorstep. I think the aliens are knocking on the door, and we're not. We can't open the door yet. Interesting. And that's where that's where the AI becomes the alien again. Like it's it's, it's a running right. Like the the AI is just going to figure out the way to communicate to, to, to where gonna, we have missed. We just can't to open the door to that fourth dimension <laughs> that you <laughs> always talk about. Clickety. Oh my god! I'm changing the name of this podcast. What's up, cheeks? But um. I, I just don't think uh, AI would look at us in this moment like, oh, this is all bad. It would go through history and just see, oh, you guys made up of religions and didn't believe this. And of I course you're going to separate. Well, that's it. what I said last week. I just think that if something all-knowing would be able to say, I can fix you. Oh, I don't need to eliminate you like the sex ed. You see, Max? No, but here's or, my, uh, Matt. my name is Matt. My problem with what you guys are saying is this. Like the guy, like like Witzel said or whatever his name is. Let's cover it. If we create an AI that we teach let's say we taught it how to read like he said and it takes it two seconds to read everything we've ever written what makes you think that it then knows that much more about us through reading everything we've written than we know because we don't know a lot and we've written everything we've written and we've written everything we've written so what makes you think that a computer again think about it like this a computer that we have programmed okay so we program it to learn everything that we've ever learned how is it going to be that much smarter than us? How is it going to, like, I other than doing things at a, a, a rate. That, because it's where you have a brain that works at, I'm just making up numbers here, 10 I, times. I understand that. It has a brain that works at, <laughs> it, it's not even a number 10 times any, because it can't even, comp, you know okay, what I mean? It's fine, so Simon, big. But it doesn't have, what's it going to, okay, so what can it learn that we haven't? If nothing's being pumped into it, if it's not out there doing things, all it's doing is absorbing everything that we've ever put on paper. Where does the... But why does it only absorb everything that we put on paper? What else can it absorb? Well, as soon as it... It it would start having some sort of like, I don't know, thought of some sort. Okay, fine. Formulating its its own ideas. But my question to you is its own ideas doesn't make it smarter than us. Like the world exists regardless of whether it's written about. I understand that, but why does this computer so much smarter than us? It's faster than us. I get that. I don't know. I don't, because well, but I'm asking because you, computers are super matters. smart. No, they're only as smart as what we put into them. And they're only the only reason they're smart is because they can take that information and process it incredibly fast. Well, the fast. idea, I think, of all these science fiction movies is that it would then, because it's able to do something, it can then teach itself to... But okay, but that's what turn I'm asking you is this off. isn't a science fiction book. You have to, if these are your theories, you have to have something to back it up or some. What, wait, what part of this is my theory? 
Well, no, but you said you were like, they'll become sentient, they'll learn, and they'll they'll immediately, if the idea is that they'll immediately look at everything we've done and go, you guys are the problem or something like that, which is what I think would happen. But my question is, just because it's read everything we've ever put on paper does not make it smarter than us. It doesn't, it just doesn't, that doesn't equate to me. Well, first of all, a computer program knowing everything that's ever been put on paper is smarter than you are. How I'm did, talking about the collective. But us. how did it learn to play the the the, the board game better? And then taught well, it no, so that's because that's thing. something different, right? But again, is that different? it's it's teaching itself the very best way to do whatever it's doing. Well, no, but so that goes back. Okay, I, and I, I'm going to just bring the simulation up one more time here. But that just. So when he's talking about, and this is the last episode, not this episode, this is in the Wetzel episode that they talk about it, but when the computer teaches itself to play Go versus when the first computer taught itself to play chess, the first computer that taught itself to play chess, all it did was look at other games of chess that humans had played. Okay. See, see what I'm saying? So that's like us putting all the books that we've ever written in. What the other computer did, AlphaGo, was it played the game itself trillions and trillions of times. But I just, okay, which is amazing. And I see the difference, but I also don't see why it would be bad for it to look at every game that's ever been played. Like you can't, we can't do that as a human species. I understand, but our brains cannot compute that way. So I just don't understand what we're arguing here. I'm arguing for you slightly. What I'm saying is that, well, no, I'm just, (laughs) he's your advocate. Yeah. I'm your Diablo avocado Mm. for a sec. You should be arguing that if alpha go, without looking at anything humans did, just took a human game, took the parameters of a human game, and just did it so many more times than we could ever do it and learn how to do it better than us that way, then there's a little bit of leg for you to stand on. But what I'm saying to you is that just because it reads everything we've written... Okay, but maybe that's exactly how it does it then, is that it just simulates something so many times. But that's that- it. So it. So what you're arguing then is it would have to simulate life on Earth almost from the beginning billions and billions of and times. maybe it can do that um where we think that that takes what 550 million years or whatever it only takes uh 17 seconds and it's running how many simulations every minute like my math is bad but you know that's a it, it would get it would become what i'm talking about very quickly like 5.8 simulations a minute by the way that's 17 seconds anyways that was a number i made up it could be it could be less than a second okay but my i'm just saying that i don't think that because we first of all none of us understand code or algorithms well enough to really be talking about this but i admit that from what i do know about coding is like you have to code in the parameters of a machine that thinks the way we do. We don't understand the way we think or we don't understand what consciousness is. So it's we can teach a computer to do things that we do, right? Like motions. We can teach it to do quick math. Drive. Kind of, yeah. But we can't teach it to think kind of outside the box the way we do. And that's my point to you is like, if we don't understand us, until we understand us better, I don't think we can truly code a computer to do what you're talking about. That's where I'm at. So in my lifetime, which was your original question, no, I definitely don't see that happening. But you do, for sure. I, if it happens. Again. Well, Kamar definitely does. We know Kamar believes that 100%. I feel strongly that way, yes. I do believe my opinion would be that at some point, it's all going to happen so quickly. It's not going to be an evolution of 
the smartest people on earth. Let's put it that way. It's right. going to come in a wave and, and so many things are going to happen at once. From something that, you didn't think would be the thing. Maybe. Maybe. That's what I think. Because uh, I think, but, but you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to talk about that. The Matt. answer to Matt's question, so you're going to go on aliens. Obviously, well, I, I was going to go on the fact that you know what, it doesn't matter. Go ahead, Kamar. There's no answer to. Dude, finish your finish your thought. No, what what I do find, what I did find very interesting is that this guy ended the podcast. This is he uh, ended the podcast. He ended the podcast with he's a computer guy, a guy who builds robots, right? Mm-hmm. And he ended with love is the answer. Love is the answer. And that's the And answer. he's never done. Um, yeah. He also thinks Scent of a Woman is the best movie. The empty. Yeah. Well, no, I just thought that that was interesting. He wants to build a robot companion and he thinks love is the answer. No, Hold on. He, we forgot to mention, too. He wants to build a robot companion that he's almost certain will leave you. Could leave you. Well, he thinks that, yeah, they'll all leave you. Yeah. He's sad. He's very, he was a very interesting He's character. morose. Everything makes sense. It but I mean, a fascinating conversation. Think about that too. We're talking about the guy that wants to build the female computer program. And he's like, it'll leave you. You're not going to put a parameter in there where it's maybe stuck with you. You don't want to code that in the there. Lex. That seems crazy. I just think it's so interesting that he does this. And there's so many things he could probably do with his coding ability or whatever. Like, or just what he knows. Well, no, but Kamar, know. I, I think, sorry, this is the, for them, if, if you have the coding prowess, this is the trillion dollar industry. There's no point in getting in anything else. I don't think he's in it for the money though that he's doing this. I don't know. I don't understand how MIT works. Well, he well, seems like a pretty simple guy. He wants to play, like, play guitar and do jujitsu and well, Kamar, MIT is just his a, robots. It's an institute, but I'm sure a lot of the it's professors school, there. Yeah, it's a school, an institute of technology. I don't know. Again, I don't know about MIT, but I'm sure that the, when those guys leave there, they get jobs in the private sector that could. Yeah, I'm sure they all you know, go to like Boston Dynamic, which is it, right down the fucking street. In one, or, in one year, you know, they make all that money. I don't know. The one thing about these smart cars, I guess we got to move on. Um, I was listening to this thing on CBC and I said in Mexico, the, the urban planners gave the uh, people an app, asked people to sign for an app. And it did mapping in two weeks. That would take him two years, they're saying, of where people are going and stuff. So you just don't even know what you learn with simple data on these cars. So I think that's a positive thing. Great. You want to move on? Let's rate it. Start with you, Simon. I'm going to give this one a, uh, a four. A four. Strong four from Simon. And I think he, as weird as he is, he managed to hold it all together. Kamar? This was, this was a five for me. Wow. Because I remember I was bashing him on the last one. I was like, oh, fuck, here comes So you're giving it a five on the turnaround. Hmm? Five on the come up. Five on the come up. Five on the come up. Okay. Uh, I'll give it a four and a half. I'm in the middle of you two. I thought it was a fucking stellar episode. And again, I also, like Kamar, I think I'm giving it that extra. I'm only giving it an extra point five because I. It's generous from you. I. Uh, yeah, I just shot on this guy so fucking hard last time. Like, where? I don't know. Where's my head at? This Where's was a great. Your... This was a great episode. 
I strongly yeah. suggest it. Yeah, final thoughts on him. He was a great guy. He uploaded everything he had to do for this one. He That's what I kept saying about him in the first like, one. We did record what this we did. because I, I kept saying I he was an android. We might not have released oh, it. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. It's unreleased. It's unreleased yeah. for sure. You're positive that. it's unreleased. Positive. I don't know. We have to go back to the annals. No, just look at, look for the... Um, maybe, should we, maybe we should release those on Patreon. If you have them still. Yeah, yeah I definitely I think them. he's less of an android this time, for sure. That'd be great to be released. Just to hear. How, yeah, to hear the. This is our first one. Oh, no. We've no, our done first it for Brian two. I'm just saying we, we podcast about someone and then did him again. I think he might be an alien now. How we change. No, he's because he's, he's doing things to try and throw us off the trail. Like, what would a normal person do? Jiu-jitsu? Oh yeah, I'm gonna do that. You know what? What do humans do? Oh, they play guitar. Oh, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, he's, but uh, it makes him super interesting, if, even if he is an android. No, an alien. Yeah. Uh, All right, let's move on. <laughs> Who's next, Simo? Uh, twelve ninety-three. Andrew Cheeto Santino. Hmm. Do you guys like billiards? Do you like pool? I love pool. Yeah, I like pool too. But do you like I billiards? Like, I don't like people that call them billiards. No, no, no. Like the actual game billiards. Snooker. No, I don't like snooker. No. no. Is that sorry? It, that's not billiards. I thought that was billiards. I think billiards is the is general all pool. Yeah, I think anything played and on a, snooker is the one. Yeah, on the snooker big, is the one on the big table with the narrower holes. A frustrating game. It is very hard. We I like used nine to, ball we and used eight to ball. Have a snooker I like table. That's where I learned how to play pool. And if, I think that helped me in the big scheme of things. But Well, if we ever get a compound, we'll have a, a two five-pin bowling lane. When you got and, to a smaller uh, table, you were really good, you're saying? No, I mean, not. Re- I'm not a great pool but, but no, I but think Kamara, it just the, helped me in general. The holes was, on an eight-ball table are much wider. It was, I had to learn to make much longer shots and much narrower shots. holes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love pool. Yeah, yeah. pool's great. Yeah. We should, we should uh, throw that in the mix, Simon. I'd love to go play pool with you boys. Yeah, you're not invited. Have okay. we talked about that yeah, one course, remaining blockbuster in Alaska? It's not in Alaska. That one's oh, gone. It's not that Oregon, one just closed. Portland, oh. Oregon or something. It's in Oregon. Yeah, the one in Alaska recently closed. And oh, I, I know this. they were saying that was the last one. I know this because John Oliver purchased uh, Russell Crowe's cod piece from Gladiator and donated it to the lat to uh donated it to that blockbuster and that blockbuster closed and they mysteriously lost the cod piece yeah i don't think i think we need to ban the word cod piece from this podcast fine whatever okay, can we do that sure i don't even know what it is it's gone <laughs> <laughs> anyway yes it means nothing to there me. is only one remaining blockbuster in the world uh talk about a holdout yes what is so weird i i know where we are in time i hope so it's just it was so a part of our lives right like i used to go there every weekend you would go to blockbuster more important than a cell phone yeah but think about it you probably racked up more late charges in a month than you spend on netflix i definitely hulu i'm not not saying it was good i'm just it's really something that's come and gone within uh what a 20 year window um, it's like VCRs. No, because they had DVDs there. I don't know. I mean, it's tough to say. When they I, had DVDs there. Oh, yeah, right. It's but tough the, to say. the thing is, if you listen to Business Wars, Blockbuster could have been Netflix. Yeah, yeah for they sure. were just stubborn. They were just stubborn. Yeah. So. You know what's really crazy though is the guy from Netflix. He was a super smart dude. When he started the mail order thing, his whole vision was what it is now. 
Like he was like, I don't want to be mailing people DVDs. I don't want to have DVDs at all. He's like, I want to have a website where you can go log in and watch whatever fucking shit is on there. But, but he I, just that we didn't have the technology to do it. I but think, he he saw it out. I think Good they for him. may have gone to sell to Blockbuster. In the I think they did. Yeah, Blockbuster was like, like you guys are fucked. Silly, which is <laughs> bad decision. But I mean, think about it too. Like Zellers, Sears, all these places were fucking huge businesses, and then Walmart just crushed everyone. Yep. But this is just the whole. It's like um, well, it's the ending of an film, industry. Film cameras, places that develop film. Yeah. It's just that it's just done. having a camera. Remember going to buy flashes that you had to put on. Like, well, people still use flash photography for no, but I mean, cheap cameras that were like, keep in mind, but I mean, even camera. when you're buying like people a still new de- great camera now with a big lens, it's still digital. Like you're not developing that film. Yeah. You're I mean, still using all the old technology or the, I don't think that I'm not certain as to whether they actually make, film cameras anymore that's what i'm saying i know i i know you are and i'm th- but i'm thinking about it i'd have to google it some obscure company makes a hand i mean i was just gonna say i think leica still makes like leica might still make a film camera a legit the price of film leicas I, are in uh huawei phones eh that's so crazy i almost bought one just for that it, don't I, well i will talk about well, it well no what i was gonna say though simon is i i was gonna buy a huawei as like just a camera for my pocket. Well, why not just buy a Leica camera then? I want to do that too, man. Leicas are wildly expensive, and they're it's a well, Leica Huawei phone will be wildly no, expensive. no, but a Leica is also a real like it's a large camera, not one you can just stick in your pocket. Well, they have little Leicas. Yeah, well. but I would want I, I, I would I, just want to buy a fucking real Leica. I want a Huawei for a camera. I just can't justify it. Oh, the camera's insane on it. But yeah, that, I'm, I would be doing that. You're literally buying that just to Instagram. You're never printing any of those fucking just photos. For the weather, baby. I have printed 10 photos from my iPhone in my life. But my Canon camera, I print photos from that all the time. What do you guys think about uh, Cheeto Santino? Well, yeah, we, we haven't all talked know, about him once. We thought he was um, a little bit of a jerk last time he was on. What did you uh, think this Carl time? Carl Jamie. He still Johnny on the spot has to know about everything. Has to have a, oh yeah yeah that da, 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 every single time, and I find it a bit. I want to see a little more vulnerability from him. Of, of I don't know, saying I don't know about something once. Or, I never thought about that, but he's he's a thought and a comment for everything. Oh, I mean Joe likes him though. He brings him on tour, so he must really like him. Other than that, I just saw him post a picture of him dancing with his mother, uh, and his shirt is undone. <laughs> So he's not a bad guy. <laughs> I'm not sure I understand the uh, correlation at the end I there. I definitely but didn't, but I'll, I like it. I'm any with guys you. there who's got a butt-up shirt open, you know, bare-chested, dancing with his mother, wasted, isn't that bad a guy? He really wanted to, uh, it seemed like he really forced that he wanted to like, he really wanted to let people know he knew about golf. Did you Everything like, he wants. But golf especially, like that seemed like he just, that... There was no Maybe it's because Joe doesn't know anything about so golf. Easy to so sound he sound like could, an expert. Yeah, really. I personally Tomorrow I'm with you though. Listening to Joe talk about fucking sports is cringeworthy. It's not his lane. But I'm telling you, I think he brought in Santino because he felt humbled by uh, Lex Friedman. So he needed somebody he could just it's punch it down. Just some blue collar conversation. Yeah. <laughs> well, like you said, Lex ended that podcast just to not revisit totally. Should we talk? Oh, real quick. Love is the answer. Let's talk about the controversy real quick. Kamar, I, I, there's a Reddit thread. Um, Kamar, Simon steps out. 
There's a Reddit thread um, as to why Joe might not do it live anymore. Yes. Well, there's a couple podcasts have not gone on live. So it's not just Joe Rogan. Yeah. So apparently the one I read, the thread I read is there's a there's a very popular YouTube channel. And I guess they're a podcast called The Rat Pack. They had like 3.5 million YouTube subscribers and they do a live thing. And they had never had a strike. They had never had an infringement. So they had, they, they had no like a clean record on YouTube and their channel got taken down overnight. Um, and the only notice they got was copyright infringement, severe copyright infringement. So I've read on, on a lot on Reddit that doing it live. Yeah. And people are saying that why would Joe risk it? Like if they take down his YouTube, he loses so much revenue. Why risk it? Whereas you can just have Jamie edit it after the fact. And if there's anything they're even worried about copyright wise, they can just fucking scrub it. Right. That seems like uh, Eric B. and Rakeem's razor. <laughs> I just don't understand why people online are so fucking pissed about it. Have you seen this? There's a lot of vitriol out there. Or entitlement. Yeah. Like, we need our shit live as it happens. Yeah. To, to be Calm the, the fuck down. Uh, it's just because everyone thinks he's a shill. And they're like, if it's not live, you can edit out whatever you want. And Jack Dorsey's a fucking, your puppet master. Well, but. that could maybe help feed their narrative. But what we just discussed is way more obvious to the answer in that multiple podcasts have stopped being live. Yeah. Well, if you're going to lose, like, you know, listen, if I was, if we were making like fucking, I don't know. 10, 20, $30,000 an episode off this podcast, you better be fucking damn sure that I would be real cautious about what we were putting on. Yeah, there's no reason we'd ever have to go away. <laughs> I would like to keep that going. <laughs> yeah, but no, but you know what I mean? Like, for example, like even our intro, if we got huge, like I, we would just have to go to a fucking a song maker and get them to make us a song because I'm pretty sure what we're doing is all... I know but again, a, podcasts much bigger than us. I know a guy that knows how to write pretty songs. catchy jingles. I don't know what the deal There's is a difference, there. though. If Ari listens to a full song in the middle of his podcast, you can easily argue uh, review, which is the whole claim that all these other podcasts use. You, you can use. you can play a full song as long as we're using it for... Like if we were like, oh, that song's sick because or like as long as we make a comment mm-hmm, like that, it's right. review. If you're just playing it as your intro, that's a whole different fucking thing. I'm probably going to have to edit all this out. <laughs> no, I, the whole time I was thinking every Friday I'm going to try a new song on my channel. Oh, and you're coming. Joe, Bar, yeah, Joe so. made a statement on this podcast on this episode that, I mean, brought me so much closer to him, but that I, I think I might agree with, which is he said Hancock might've been his favorite guest of all time. <laughs> Dude, you're so deep. Like you, what's weird to me is you haven't. <laughs> like I don't want to play devil's advocate here, but I'm gonna. Thank God. Well, well no, I'm gonna. He's gonna. No, no, listen. I'm not I, racist, but no, I thought it was a great. With all due respect. No, I thought it was a great episode, and as I said when we did that episode, I think he's a nice gentleman. He's obviously, you know, I I don't think he's right or wrong, but I just think you are so deep in his narrative falls deep (laughs) for no good reason like i said i mean a lot of people think this guy is a as a a kook straight up i'm not saying i think that a lot of people think i'm a kook straight up okay you don't have that big a platform to be for that many people i didn't mean people out there i meant people who know me yeah okay well either way i i I don't know a kook thanks buddy 
Do you think it was the best episode ever? No, I do not think okay, that sorry. was the best episode okay. ever. He said he thinks he's the best guest ever, meaning a culmination of all the times mm. he's been on Joe Rogan. I would, I think I have to agree with that, that if you're taking the four times he's been on and making it into one episode, that's my favorite episode. There's got to be some sort of aphrodisiac to someone telling you everything you want to hear. But you hold know on. I mean? Well, yeah, like, for sure. Yes. Just stroking your cock bias, for 14 so you, hours. Yeah. Of course, this is your favorite. But that you see, that's there's some falsity to that because you said to me that the episode where they're all calling everyone where like Shermer's on and they're all they get their guy and he gets his guy you said that was the worst podcast you had ever listened to before Stephen and fucking Gary that part of it was very bad yeah but it was almost great in its badness. So again, it is, it is, just, that was great. It's the original Gary it, it, and Stefan. It's the so, best thing ever. I mean, because you're listening, you go along, and it's quite dry, and then they start going in. It's like whoa, whoa, but, uh, shots fired. Just back to Cheeto for a second, just because it's we about probably him. should talk about. Um, he said a couple of things, and I mean, I'm not. I don't hate him. I don't love him. I'm. I don't like go out of my way to watch his comedy or anything. Did you notice that he said feel away? Did he? No, didn't I, catch I didn't that? catch that. We weren't listening closely. Um, but he, he made a He's couple of statements in this podcast where I was like, yeah, I don't think I like this guy. Oh, what yeah. were they? <laughs> I got nothing wrong with him. Yeah, that was a real, that was a quick, <laughs> sorry. That was a real quick U-turn there, Simon. <laughs> I still like him fine. There were two, at least two points in this podcast where I was like, are we seeing the real him or is this still a bit or, you know, like, like the big is something going on here? Oh, that's so much better. Hello? Yeah, that's great. What were what were what Where were what were the points? Of uh, you sound better too. Uh, okay, so the first one was they were talk. That's terrible. I can't even hear. There, that's better. Yeah. That shouldn't be you. Well, it is. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe it's Weird. everyone. Um, there we go. He was talking about. They were talking about abortion. Yes. And he said, um, "I don't like that abortion is an option." He said, I don't, I, I support the right mm-hmm. for everybody to be able to choose, but I don't like, and I was thinking to myself when he said, that, I'm like, who likes that as an option? Like we all like that you can choose, but nobody is like, yes, abortion time. You know? No, he was saying he doesn't want people to have abortions. No, he said he agrees with everybody's right to choose. I mean, we can go back and listen. I'm trying to. I think Simon's right. I think okay. that's what he but said. But he doesn't. It, <laughs> It was a very weird statement that he made. I agree. I just say it again. He doesn't say it again. Want say it again. To be an issue. He doesn't want abortion to be an option. Option, but it is an option, and he supports the option to choose. Yeah. So, what would he? His perfect world, there'd be no abortion. Correct. Yes. I guess that's what he's saying. That's what I think he's saying too. But I think in everybody's perfect world, There's no there abortion. would be no abortions. Yeah. You're having an abortion because something has gone wrong. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. you're not going to the abortion clinic with a subway card, getting a fucking You stamp, don't finish like, having 12 sex, months free. have a feeling that you're pregnant, and be like, yes, I can now get down to the clinic and fucking kill this thing, you know? No, Jesus. but some people... You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Some people hey, have abortions because they just... It's if they feel like it's an inconvenience to have a child at this time. Again, because something went wrong, they 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 fucked up. They conceived a child. They they and they I, didn't use protection so or I whatever. Think a guy like uh, Santino, I could be wrong. Wants people to be more responsible. Well, he's he's like, from a very Catholic. Wants people background. to be more responsible and like use protection. Like he doesn't want people to have these outs. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think. Okay, okay sure. I mean, maybe that's what he was saying. I'm I, not I, sure I, what he was saying. I think saying. that's what he was saying. Um, but this, that made you hate him? No, it didn't make me hate him. Okay, sorry. It no, just going made the weird way he said out loud a common statement. Well, no, and it was almost like he was. I don't know. It's like he was agreeing with abortion or not. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I didn't like the way he went about it. And then at one point he says he'd leave his wife if she got fat, <laughs> which I, again, I don't know if he was being serious or if he was trying I, to make you, Joe you laugh. You didn't like that? I love that honesty. Well, I think that's but a he, crazy statement. He also Why? said she'd leave him if he got yeah. fat. Didn't she? Did he? Maybe. Yeah, honestly, you know what? I don't know what now kind that of I think, callous you know what? people he fucking... Simon's right. Now that I think about it, honesty sucks. Why bother? If you want to get to know someone. <laughs> I just... Listen, if you were married yeah. and your wife, something happened and she got fat, you would just get up and leave her. What do you mean something happened, though? You just glossed well, over a could, lot. A, uh, there could be a multitude of reasons why somebody gains weight. Okay. But he, I think he like was just saying. Just, I think if he's saying, think about, I think if he's saying she just got fat. Think about Don Draper's wife on uh, or ex-wife on Mad Men, a fictional she, character. Well, based on something real, she didn't know why she gained all that weight, but it turned out it's because she had some sort of sickness. Mental sickness. I don't remember. No, no, she had like uh, well, she had cancer of some sort, but. But what if your wife gets fat because she gets knocked out with some other dude's kid? Well, okay. That seems to but be a whole I other... I think he was uh, saying it as if just like if my wife just let herself go, yeah. I would be gone. Yeah. And, and I, th- I think that's weird. Too callous for you? It's, it was... I, again, if he was joking and it was a joke... Yeah. So if your wife ballooned up to 400 pounds, you're still in it for the long haul? Well, I mean, 400 pounds seems okay, 300. a little... He's like, yes. Um, 300. Yes. Again, I would, I would hope to think that I... She, I you would hope that she wouldn't. Get up and leave. But after 10 years, you would, you would probably... would gym a couple times. <laughs> see if we get on top of this thing. Maybe. Anything's possible, I guess. <laughs> I'm just I'd, saying. I'd, I'd like to believe that that wasn't the case. Yeah, listen, I'd like to believe that I'm a great guy too, but I, you know, I have a feeling if Mary got morbidly obese and stayed that way, that I wouldn't be attracted. He to wasn't her and- giving any. He wasn't giving his chance a wife, his <coughs> wife, a chance to lose the weight. That's, he was just gone the second well, she I love got this. Back. In his so in, in in Santino's narrative, Simon doesn't like that he doesn't give her the chance to redeem that's herself. It. That's what I want. I think the women should have the chance to at least oh, say I want to go on a diet and can I get better, you know? It's very good of you. And, the, and it's, it's it speaks of your privilege cuz you just can't gain weight. Like what if you got fat? Impossible. I don't know if I could hang out with a well, fat Simon. Could you? We might drop him whatever, if he got fat. Whatever. Get out of here. <laughs> Fat Simon, that'd be interesting. I'm, I'm warning you, I'm gonna get fat. So it is really that'd cool that pigs go feral. When you think about that, like oh, you just that was have, out of left field. Yeah, total, uh, total yeah. game changer, uh, or a course, course alternator. Yeah, um, yeah. So you have this pig. It's just a normal pig you get bacon from. Domestic. You're raising it in uh, in your farm, but when you let that pig go into the wild, it changes completely. New muscles, new teeth, fur, fur, tusks, and that's any pig. It's impressive. Starts like you know a little pink, 
Do you think that would happen to Simon if we just let him out in the wild? He just gets hairier and tusks? Well, that's probably exactly what would happen. Probably, I think that's exactly what would happen because he's such a kooky guy. Well, no, that would happen to everybody, man. If you didn't have like a razor and you were living out in the wild, that's silly. You gain tusks? (laughs) No, you don't gain tusks. I was listening to someone talk about it, and it's crazy that First Nations people lived here 200 years ago, you know? The absolute grossest thing they talked about in any episode for a very long time was the poop uh, dam. When they were talking about constipation. Oh, he said, I knew a guy. The oh, guy. I, yeah. That no. sounded crazy. I don't know if that can be true. I, I bet it's from painkillers because they make you very constipated. They do make you constipated, but not to the point where you're having to have a chisel. Having anything surgically removed from shit. their ass is insane. But the way he was describing no, the procedure, like solid like concrete in your rectum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, up, that's up your. Oh, that. Oh, god. Yeah. Only on the Joe Rogan can you talk about the future and. And you hear about the couple who ate dams. the raw rat liver yeah. and died of a bubonic plague. Well, that's what you get. No, it's botulism, wasn't it? Which is what the bubonic plague was. I don't know. Didn't they say bubonic plague was a time and some the black plague was a thing or vice versa? I can't remember. Oh my God, Kamar, did you listen to? Sorry, Matt. What was your question? I'm done. We're musing over yeah, plagues and over there. Um, did you listen to the Shafir with uh, that girl on it, the meth head? No, Kamar, you have to listen to that episode. Is it new? Yeah, it's, well, it's the most recent uh, Ari Shafir skeptic tank. I forget the the comedian's name who was on, but her she did a "This Can't Be Happening." Lisa Traeger? No, 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 no. She's uh, but she's a former. Oh, this meth can't head. be the story. Yeah, the story telling. show. Sorry. Um. Anyways, just she tells some crazy stories about meth, but one of the things she does is it turns out that you take in meth and put it out the same way, meaning that when you pee out meth, it's still meth. Like your body doesn't actually do anything to change like it. Like mushrooms, I think, work that way. So she said that at one point she was so deep that she was drinking her own piss to yeah. get high from the meth that and was already recovered? in her body. She's and recovered now she's recovered and she's a comedian and she talks about you know her meth days. Does she have meth tone? Does it hold on? Does it uh, dilute it all? Couldn't you just do meth once then and just like cycle it through That's yourself? Her, that was her plan. Wow. And she said she got so high from it, but it might have been a lot having to do with drinking piss. <laughs> I was kind of, I was just about to say, I was like, you could just be fucking pissed delirious at that well, point. Well, yeah, I think it makes you hallucinate and shit. And Fuck. that's what she said. Happened, you probably but, distill it a bit. Too. But dude, some of the stories, I know this has nothing to do with Cheeto Santino, but some of the stories this girl tells like are fucking bonkers. Just listen to yeah, it. Yeah, I would assume that listen. meth addicts have a few fucking loopy yeah. stories. Well, I, I think that I have just never heard. I've never heard a meth head story. I've heard heroin addict stories. I've heard coke addict stories. I haven't heard meth addict stories. Have you ever heard of a, now. a Rich Voss talk? I have. Was he a meth addict? He was a crack addict, but mm. that's sort of tone in his voice. No. She doesn't sound like... She's very well spoken. No way. Yeah, like, yeah she, and she also had... Uh, accident when she was all right easy a there, meth head where she um no 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 oh. where she had a near-death experience and then she thought she during the near-death experience she thought she got visited by aliens so she has the meth thing going on but also this separate she thinks she saw aliens in we're a having a good discussion experience. about meth <laughs> so, anyways aliens listen to it. it man it's pretty funny jessa reed yeah that's her Coming down the pipe right That's now, her, man. Speak, buddy. 
Okay. What other Santino stuff do you have? Uh, we gotta move on. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do this quick uh, point for him here. Uh, staircase documentary. Great. They think you did saw it. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Matt. No, I gave up on that piece of shit. Okay. Um, the owl did it. Yeah. The, well, the that guy's the, the most theory, guilty queer. He has on the two face other two other wives that have fallen down the stairs. Yeah. He's innocent. And he doesn't think he's like I'm not gay. Oh, I yeah, suck that, some that, dicks. That like I enjoy too, sucking dicks. I have a boyfriend. Hey, what does that make me gay? I'm not gay. He's just different. Fuck she you. She knew. She knew. It was yeah. A, I don't know why he'd kill her. There's Dude, no the way. amount of blood on that stairwell. Get the fuck out There's of here. There's a sharp corner on the edge on the way down. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. They talked about that guy who had two guys in one year, in the period of one year, overdose at his house, and his house was full of meth and crack and all that stuff. And he's like, hey, it just happened. It's accidents happen. It's the sketchiest thing. Have you seen the guy? No. His name is Buck something. <laughs> sounds like sounds about right. Have you ever uh, seen an owl in real life? Uh, yeah. They are phenomenal creatures. I have not. I, have not. I just well, maybe they're so big and like they're crazy, man. Their fucking crazy. head on a swivel. They're wise. I saw one in the woods uh, at Bruce Pitt when we were walking the dogs one time. A barred owl, B A R R E D. It was, uh, I don't know, maybe during the spring. But this thing was fucking massive, a man. Day. Though, a day. If you ever hear, who cooks for you? That's a barred owl. What they time make of that, day? Uh, this was at like, I don't know, maybe five o'clock. It's got to be in the evening, right? Don't it was sleep all day. Well, maybe this one was sleeping and we disturbed it. I don't know. The dogs. But apparently, I saw this whole thing that. Uh, snow owls sleep lying down on the floor. The in ground. The snow? I hate when on, people call it the floor. Well, I, I say I say the floor because this was in a barn. Okay. Oh, so the oh person my. came up and it thought it was dead, but it was sleeping. Weird. I know. Very odd. I would think they sleep upside down like bats. Yeah, they do not do that. I also hate on accident. Well, that's that something that uh, Americans say. Yeah. They also say waiting online. Oh, where we say waiting in, in line. line. Yeah, well, waiting online is Now crazy. you can't be waiting online. I'm waiting. Ah, uh, so They were ahead of their time. Good one. Oh, so uh, more points. Just uh, while we're on the owl thing, have you guys ever seen that documentary where that crazy eagle hunts the monkeys in the Amazon? I think so. It's, it's that eagle that has the um, feathers on top of its head there. It looks like a weirdo. Well, you know, bald eagles have that too, right? They have the... From the side, they look... Yeah, that's why they always show them... If you look at them from the front, that's why you never see a bald eagle photographed in the front because they have this weird tuft of fucking I'll have hair. to show you this one, though, because it doesn't look like a bald eagle. It looks even crazier. Than Anyways, they hunt the monkeys in the trees in the Amazon. It's crazy. Nature's metal. Um, okay. Okay. And that's, Just rate the episode. That's it, I guess. Simon, rate it. I give this one a uh, three. Kamar. I also give this episode a three. I give this episode a two. Mm, oh, we down. missed a couple of good points. Well, I'll get them in the post, Joe. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, number 1294, Jamie Metzel. Oh, final thoughts final on Cheeto's thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I think we skipped ahead sorry, there. Sorry, it's sorry, your sorry. thing. It's your thing. I was waiting for it. It's there's something about him. Like I said, when I saw him with no, his shirt off, dancing with his mom wasted, I was like, oh, okay, he's a good guy. I don't think I'd get along with him mm-hmm. in real life. Yeah, if I ever met him. Matt said he wouldn't want to be on a plane with him. Something like that. 
Well, but uh, he's funny. I'm not part of this, man. Don't fucking drag me into this. He is funny. He always shows up in the podcast. He does do. He's he is who he is, man. Joe yeah. must like him. I think he's funny too. And sometimes I find myself liking him, and then other times I find myself getting annoyed by him. But I, you know, that's just probably people. Yeah. So nothing wrong with that. Maybe it's just normal. But yeah, yeah. I hate everyone. Yeah. All right, move on. I do find that he's he oh, reminds me a lot of his character on that. Uh, stand-up show I'm Dying Up Here which should have been cancelled I thought that was a good show it yeah. got three seasons didn't it no, it two, two two for sure two for sure yeah anyways okay Matt wants us to move on uh, yeah, 12 1294 Jamie Metzel 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 yeah, I think we're gonna let like, Kamar take over this is an amazing so episode. he was a, a cacao shaman I do not like cacao for the record. We can skip over this. Are, are, we, talking about, are we talking about are we talking about are we talking about cocoa? I, I, yes. I don't think it is. I think cocoa's made from cacao, maybe, but I just want to call it cocoa. I'm just gonna say if we're self declaring ourselves shamans, then I'm a fucking weed shaman. For sure you are. Okay, I want you guys to start calling me that. I thought you were gonna say you're a podcast shaman. That too. And I'm gonna start having courses where I uh I think you tell people you know a weed shaman and then in passing you go, That's him, but you never say it like right, to right. you. Yeah. I believe that's how it goes. Or about you. Except in this one instance. But so I shaman like is a term that people refer to you as, but you never refer to I yourself I, as? Right. I don't think so. Right. Okay. I don't think Got so. It's like saying you're cool. If you say you're cool, you're not cool. It goes Because somebody cool. who's I'm cool, cool would never say cool. they were cool. I'm cool. Yeah, you you're, don't you're look so that cool uncool. doing that. I'm cool. Don't be so uncool, man. I believe cool, it goes man. without saying, though, yeah. That's the shaman rule. Okay. So now that we've gotten that out of the way... um. Yeah, I mean, this guy's whole thing was kind of like what I was talking about. You know, we get used to where we are, and you don't want it to change, but everything's going to change. I think his whole thing was that we're sitting on a sleeping giant with the well, that too. genetic manipulation of humans. That too. I, I just like how he was, he was saying that, you know, we have a baseline of what we find normal, and when you go altering that baseline, that's when... It bothers people. People get scared. Mm-hmm. I like and how he, I, and I agree with that. I like how he low key was you like demonstrate it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I like how he low key was like, yeah, all you anti GMO fucks, you're idiots. Everything is GMO. Well, we have argued Fuck this out of here. so many times. Like, it's so dumb. I mean, even uh, to a lesser extent, the idea of like uh, vegetarians eating soy and saying. You know, I don't eat meat. Well, you might not eat meat, but do you want to go through all the animals that were killed in the making and uh, no, but this maintaining is even, of those this soy is, fields? This is even stupider because it's like, like Neil Young is an anti-GMO, yet Neil Young has diabetes and has to take insulin. Yeah, I know. It doesn't and make what any is insulin? Sense. It doesn't make any it's sense. It's a fucking genetically modified organism, you well, tit. He ju- they just don't like that it's in their food. <laughs> okay, well... Yeah, you know? it makes zero sense. It's man. like Mel Gibson makes great movies, but he doesn't like Jews. No, you know what I mean? Doesn't yeah, make same things thing. don't always line up. Exact same thing. And kind of like how they're spending the money to change the sex ed um, program in Ontario. Dude, I will fucking end you where you stand right now. <laughs> Straight down on it. Well, no, I mean, the, the, the implications of not having anyone, like what if they could take out the mean gene or you know what i mean he's saying there's going to be no more special needs children or autistic but this is how sensitive we are as a people now where this guy can come along and be like 
we can make it so that no baby is born with Down syndrome. And some asshole who has a kid with Down syndrome is like, whoa, whoa, what are you saying about my kid? Dude, I'm not saying anything. I'm saying I could have, in a perfect world, if you had had this kid 20 years later, I'm telling you that maybe your kid could have had a... Again, I, that's a sentimental thing, though. Well, it's ridiculous. I'm sure, like, deep down, they want just like they want. Do you not no want one, a better life? No for one your wants kid? abortion, but it's a thing. Like no one wants your child to be that way, yeah. but it's a thing. Yeah, I get it, but this guy the, to to downplay what this guy's doing because you have a kid with Down syndrome. Well, you're like, looking for that guy who. who I'm just saying, why are we so sensitive he's as a people? This room, it's ridiculous. And again, that's probably even a very small percent of the I parents get it, of kids but he who brought do it up. have Down syndrome. He brought it up, which means someone has said it to him which is insane listen every sign you see man is written because somebody did but he, what they're telling you not to do he was saying in 10 years procreation will not be done through sex yeah, yeah. like it'll be frowned upon like what are you doing are you crazy? well what he was saying was you'll be taking a huge risk it'll be really rolling the dice to have uh, a baby through mm-hmm. sex you'll still have sex for fun yeah, but we're not all children will be made in a lab. And why would you take the chance? Like, who are the people who are going to fight that? It's going to be a religious thing. Uh, for, no. So are weird. you kidding me? I would say like three quarters of the population will fight that off the bat. That no would, way, man. Yeah, you're you're crazy, Simon. I don't think so. I, well, people aren't is, vaccinating their kids right now. You think that it, they're going to... such a small percentage. It's such a small percentage. I'm telling you, Simon, the amount of people that are going to be cool with that, I think, I think you, is less I think you, you are, are vastly um, not taking into account parents wanting healthy children. And like Kamar was saying, you know... I see women being on board heavily just because, A, they don't have to have a kid anymore. So women across the board would almost whoa, whoa, be on it doesn't board. necessarily mean that you're not going to have a child in your belly it just means no that i think that's what it meant no 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 i, I not necessarily I'm confused right now i think hold on i think that's on. what it meant hold on matt that's not what it meant because right now you can adjust uh, a baby outside of the womb and implanted into the woman's yeah, body i understand but i still birth. think what this guy was talking about was in general it never goes near the woman I don't think so. I think he was talking about Kamar. What did I, I'm confused now. I, I thought it was still in a woman, but still in. A, I mean, I'm sure. Crazy. I'm sure they could do it that way too. I but the risks I was he's the, talking about aren't from a woman having the baby inside her. It's no. Just I understand that eliminate. wasn't the risk he was talking about. But I'm saying, why bother having? If you can do it outside of them, why bother doing it inside? Because of them, maybe it's still better to have a baby inside of the woman to grow. Maybe. It, all he was saying was that you can now outside of the. Of yeah, I understand what he was saying. You would have to play, play, play around with all of the, the the interaction with the world through the stomach and, sort of and the bonding with you the mother know. and the all stomach. of that. Well, stuff. no, but that's what makes us us. I think that'd be kind of weird. But I mean, that's going on right now. But like, you, that's but yeah, not, you said three quarters the of the population will be against it. Three quarters of the population is doing it right now. I mean. I don't know what how far China is down the line, but it's not like they just started last yeah, but year. China's, doing yeah, this. that's not by China their has choice, a huge you know? slave population. Yeah. I'm not going to use China as the example for anything. But they're doing it. Yeah, again, again, against a lot of people. So wills. who knows? What but he says within the next ten years, you'll be changing people's skin color and eye color. All those cosmetic ones will be more than possible. 
Yeah, I got let say, alone the removal of disease and all of that stuff. I listened to this one last night at like 3 a.m. and I had been all over Reddit all week and I didn't understand any of the memes. They were all four-armed green people. Joe Rogan memes. So now it's making sense. Oh, and the, no, and then as, as soon as I listened to this last oh, night, I was yeah. like, fuck, now I get it. Like, fuck tattoos. Like, those would be stupid. Why? We could change. You can be blue or fucking purple as a person. You can look like Avatar. Yeah, but that's, think about it. There's so many kids that are like, I hate my mom because she named me Sunshine. Imagine that kid's hatred when it's like, I'm purple for the rest of my life because my mom's a twat. Or maybe they're just, everybody will be purple. There'll be no more colors because it can't be, they can't just make everybody white. That would be crazy, but they can make everybody the same color that's not used yet. No more racism. Right. Beautiful. Solve problems off. Stamp it. Done. Um, but you know how, speaking of China, you know how in China they, like when they're looking for a diver, let's say, for the Olympics, they'll go and find, you know, the, they, they know a certain body type they're looking for and they'll. I think they know the genetics of a good diver. Well, that's what he's saying now is soon they'll be able to, you know, those actual genetic markers that make you have the body type to be that. They'll just be able to find that at birth. Or say. They'll know right away that you're going to be a good diver or make you a good diver. Instead of being afraid of heights or something. Right. Well, no, no, just they'll be able to change you outside. So I felt it was funny. I think Joe came into this going, it scares me that this technology would fall into the richest people's hands or wealthier people. You know, like he's using cryotechnology, his his float tank. Like he he is a wealthy person who's taking advantage of all the technologies out Mm -hmm. there right now. So he he fears that people will do what he's doing. I thought that was kind of weird. Interesting. Joe self-awareness moment. Do you think he had a self-awareness moment there? I, I, I don't know. Is he so far removed that he doesn't even see well, he's he, that one he percent just, he's who's way off, doing he's all He's way stuff? off on aliens, but uh, <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Um, I did think it was something I think I do agree with, though, is that now is the time to start setting all of these standards. Oh, no fucking stuff, shit. Right? That's what the guys... Because they've not. already missed the boat on the internet. We can already see, right? They didn't set any standards, and now they're trying to chase their tail. And, but this is already happening, and we're wasting time trying to take away freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Like, like you know, that, there's way more that, important things to worry this, about. Well, after listening to this guy, this the the most important thing to talk about, think about, like, yeah. But you change that every week. Every week, you're like, a guest comes on, and you're like, oh, this is now the most important thing we have to talk about. Well, no, j- unless it's global warming, in which case. It's never the most important thing. <laughs> well, that's always five years away. Yeah. <laughs> this they came up with a new one is now twelve years away. So Oh, but, you're good to go. But I mean now would be the time, right? Because you have a whole b- bunch of old people kind of moving out. You get those new people in, you're making these um standards and then the young people will take it into the future. It makes sense for the easiest. Which I guess is any time, but that's well, yeah, uh, that's but China is doing it right now. Is, is, Without standards, is just going yeah, at totally it. unethically. So we at they least, do they don't have standards for anything. Right, they just do whatever it's, the fuck they want. It's the wild west. We or east have to start having this as the conversation more so than worried about gender equality, pay equality, any of these. Well, things. and especially since we know that you know things are moving quick. You know, ten years becomes five years. There just won't be time. It'll be too late before it's too late. I can't believe this isn't a discussion on anything mainstream that i've heard 
but will religion just always be the that you know cog in the wheel that is is a cog in the wheel and i think ai would not a sorry not a cog uh uh, a bump in the road yeah something stopping the wheel from moving Mm -hmm. that's what that well no a cog is is helping the wheel. race religion are the two things that are those cogs or whatever you want to call them not cogs not cogs but they but will it they just always revolt because this is the way god made us and that why can't it be god made us and they don't want to, we're so smart that now we've done this. You can't. You like, can't why can't it be the outcome of what we've done? Why does it have to be? It will once it fits their narrative. Once everyone's adopted it and it's the way mm-hmm. of the world, then religion will go. Well, no, this was actually the way it was supposed to be the whole time. Which is God always. That's how it always. Mark, which is exactly what's going to happen with aliens. Mark my word. Mark C three. They'll be like you see. The, the we've been saying down. it. Yeah. We've been saying it all the time. We just called the aliens God. Mm-hmm. You got it, Simon. Yeah, man. You proved it. I know. What I thought was fascinating about <laughs> you talking about China is that when we always ask about why China doesn't have any more information about ancient civilizations. Because they they burnt the, it in all. In the Cultural Revolution, they destroyed That's everything. That's crazy, It's eh? crazy. It's crazy. And it's exactly like, it's the extreme, but it's the exact same thing as like, you stop saying these words, eliminate these things, but, get rid of these things. But what's really crazy, Kamar, is that most places, like that happened in, in Egypt too when, you know, the Romans moved in, but that was a different people taking out an older, this is Chinese people taking out their own history. Like It's insanity. They just, it's a scorched earth policy up there, man. And how Why? There's a lot of people that want to rewrite even the fucking history of North America. There's yeah, a lot the, of people that would people rather. Did it. They executed this. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. And think about a Chinese person who's born, like, what they don't know. Well, because, like, let's just say they did that in. Dude, Tiananmen Square did not happen. I know. Oh, it happened. No, no, I'm saying in China, it's in zero records. You can't, you can't Google, Google it. it. You can't, you can't search yet. for it. If you mention it, there's. Yeah, people don't even talk about it. I tell a joke about it, how it's so stupid that like that happened and people just forget about it. Yeah. Let, let me lay some. And then you worried about issues. They killed three thousand people for the first Occupy movement, allegedly, or more, at least three thousand. It could have been more. Sorry, Simon. Three thousand. Oh, that. Sorry, sorry. Th- Hold on, I wanted to bring something up. This is actually crazy, and I I have to fact check this. So just before anyone jumps down my throat, I did not fact check this, but I saw this the other day, Simon. Um, apparently, so I guess there's a large Muslim population moved into somewhere. It was somewhere in Europe and they don't obviously believe in the Holocaust. So they wanted all photos of the Holocaust removed because it was offensive to them. And they had a large enough population that they were actually got this like bill or ballot to like come to the table. What pictures of the Holly? Like, are they just what? What? It was pictures of like maybe in like, schools, like fifty Jews in bunk beds, looking you know dead. Like it was. Oh, photo- I see. It was in like a museum or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they was they said it was offensive because they obviously don't believe that the Holocaust. And it just made me think. I was like, I've always been one of those like super open border people, but you know, if you just open the border up to anyone and you have a democracy, that group can just come in and change democracy itself. Mm-hmm from the inside uh, using democracy against not to sound hateful but that is true well no like if you think about it so if if you let you know if you let a hundred thousand i mean the u.s is a bad example because they have a large population but like you know if let's say you let five million muslims move into quebec and quebec wouldn't because they're not like that um 
but they could change. You know, they all of a sudden, if they all move into the same spot, they can vote. And they have the power of well, just like they're saying they want to ban the burqa in Quebec, they could enforce the burqa in Quebec if they took over and had enough power. Yeah. Now I'm using Muslim is a terrible because it's example. a hot button. Extreme yeah, it's a hot example. button example. But what I'm saying is it's let's, it may, let's it say may, clowns. But no, but it yes. made me think, Simon. It made me think that I was like if, if a group clouds. of if a group of people can move in a place and literally they're so offended by history that they get it taken down. That's a fucking super scary present. Now, luckily, they lost. It didn't happen. Because I guess the rest of the people are well, like, we got bad news for you. This shit happened. I would hope, too, that there'd be some sort of, um, I don't know, loophole to keep crazy out of. Well, there is no loophole yeah. to keep crazy out. Well, I, and I, you I don't, don't have to worry about that ever happening in China. Sorry, Kamar, can you go back to uh, 3,000 people what died? 3,000 3, students protested. Oh, in Tiananmen Square. Thank yeah. you. And wanted to. Uh, I thought he was talking about lost. Occupation Wall Street. No, no, like, no, I don't no, think anybody. Occu- no, no, it's Occupy, not Occupation Wall Street. Occupation Wall Street. <laughs> that's, a, that's their intern program. <laughs> that's what they were doing as a job, Matt. <laughs> Occupation I was, Wall Street. Yeah. I was saying in hyperbole that Michael Tiananmen Douglas. Square was the first Occupy movement. Gotcha. And gotcha. they took care of it quick. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. And for good. So let oh, me, yeah, let me lay this on you, all right? No, 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 I meant for good like it didn't even happen. Oh, well, they did a good job of that. Originally. We know more about the oceans than we do about the human brain. That means we know very little. I knew that was coming. I was going to say, we don't know shit about I, the I, I hugged myself wishing it was you, Simon, when I heard that. Like, What are we doing? What are we doing? So, But you're saying drop the oceans. We got to start learning about the brain. Well, brain first, ocean brain first. second, but all of these things before. Where's space in there, Simon? Brain, ocean, then space? Yeah, then space. Okay. Or aliens. Well, aliens above all else. About the brain. Well, I think the aliens are going to show us that our brain. How are we going to? They're going to help us explore the whole brain. That's interesting. Yeah. No, that is not interesting. (laughs) (laughs) No. Possibly psilocybin. Okay. Either way. So your point was just that we haven't. My point is we don't know very much about ourselves. I've been saying that the whole podcast. And, and if that's the case, if that's really the case that we only know about like, you know, 20% of our brain then who the fuck knows what happens when you die? But don't you feel like everything should drop and we should just be, yeah, if it could be possible, let's get to it. Nip man. this one in the bud and then go after something. Let's get to it. I don't know how to do that, but that's how I feel. But this guy is, um, he, the gene editing he thinks is what's going to be what you see. Absolutely. Well, yeah. the, I, I, I guess I felt maybe this was my favorite episode because I had a Greg Hancock moment that he was he was reading or parking his car in my parking lot, whatever. I, <laughs> I love Pass that joint. Pass yeah, that joint. I will. Pass no more joint. disabilities. No more like, and why can't the genes go further into no more hatred? No more like how Joe is freaking out in one of them. Like if you went to the AI and you were like, Promise me you'll have no more wars, and then I'll do it. Like you're fucked because you have no more. But what if we could edit all that stuff out? No, no, no. I think ed- listen, I'm all for editing out disease. Editing whoa, out, editing whoa! Out- I missed all of that. Well, just hold on. I think editing out hatred. I, I you can't edit out hatred. How are you going to edit out hatred? Well, Kamar, Kamar is acting like hatred is a gene. That if it is a gene, technically you could edit it out. If they, but. If First they, of all, they haven't isolated the hate gene. I was going to say, if they isolated the gene, then there's no reason they couldn't. But Without why? Possibility. But my question is, practical. why? I don't know that. I think it's a useful gene. If that is a gene, let's say 
let's say hatefulness is a gene. Well, the unintended consequence of not having that. Well, what does that mean? That's what I'm saying. Is yeah, you remove you remove hate from from human beings, and you might chain. It might. I don't know. He mentions that too. How he's like, we've found some things in people. Like if you're a sickle cell, you have a higher. Uh, what did he say? If you're sickle cell, you have a higher resistance to. Um, he said it in this episode. Did no one catch it? Oh, I I know I know exactly what you're talking about, but I'm not smart enough to repeat. Okay, well, either way, he said if you have sickle cell anemia, you're actually you have a higher resistance to some other terrible disease. So to get rid of it wouldn't be a good thing. Well, what he was saying was we have these things that are in us that that we may want to remove, but they may actually have uh, a deep down purpose down the line that we may not know of. Positive. Sure. So remove. He said you know there's also a danger of removing certain genes. Because we don't know. Yeah, for sure. Recessive genes. That's what he was talking about. Is the stuff in a... Kind of like the appendix or whatever organ it is that is good for nothing. It's your appendix. I would still be very worried to just take it out. Well, that's why we leave it in, though. I know. It's like your wisdom teeth. We just leave it in, like, who knows? No, you take your wisdom teeth out. Not if you don't have to. Not every Really? I thought everyone got I have them all, I have my wisdom teeth. Oh, that must That's why you're a if kook. You, if you have a big enough mouth, then you don't need to take your wisdom teeth out. That's what it is. You have your wisdom teeth. I've had some teeth taken out besides wisdom teeth. Um, <laughs> I, I, I find it so interesting when Joe goes after somebody for never having done psilocybin. Yeah, that was the only hard part of this episode. No, I don't know if it was a hard part, though. He was just like, you know, you're we're talking about all the same things here, and then you're just limiting your scope of reference by but yeah, but I think not that's doing a, that. that. Yeah, well, hold on, though. That's a, you know, in this guy's defense, I find that that argument that Joe uses is ridiculous because I, I could go on JRE. Let's say I became a fucking, I don't know, famous neuroscientist. I could go on Joe's show and be like, I do heroin. I do it once a weekend. I find it relieves whatever. And Joe could be like, whoa, man, heroin's, that's a bit too heavy. And then I could look at Joe like, whoa, you don't do heroin? You're limiting yourself to not doing heroin? Dude, open your fucking mind up, man. do that. Well, no, but my point is, is like, I find that to be a very, very, like, yeah, sure. I've done mushrooms here and there. And I've, you know, yeah, I can see why people enjoy them. I don't think that if someone told me they didn't do them, I would then go on a rant like, whoa, man, open your fucking mind up. Like, who cares? This guy doesn't do mushrooms. Big fucking deal. And Joe wanted to fight with him because like even when he like, it seemed like the guy was pushing back a little bit and Joe was like, no, no, you have, I can see it. You're about to say something. You're about to say something. And he was like, no, nah, I really don't care. No, I mean, he, he agreed with Joe. He said, yeah, I can hear myself saying no, no, no. And really I should just be saying, I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's but I mean, again, that's also just we it. all know that every you know it's a drug, and most people have been indoctrinated to hate drugs for some reason or another. Maybe drug is just the wrong word. People have a concern that it's going to change them in some way. They'll, and they, they do it the one time. Well, they can never change back. And this, like, I didn't want to do that. This is Maybe I not for the worst. I think that people's big fear is that, and it's probably totally unfounded, is that they'll stay high forever. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to come off this trip. That's a but, change. Which leads me to this point, which is I didn't know that Terrence McKenna put forth a um, hypothesis that he someday believed we would be able to recreate um, psychedelic trips virtually. Without the drugs. Without the drugs. So you would do like virtual experience of the same thing you feel like when you're doing DMT. But there are no, you can't, without 
ever having an ability to hurt yourself. I disagree with that. Okay. Well, it's his hypothesis. Disagree with him the same. Oh no, I disagree with his hypothesis only because I just again we we've said this throughout this entire episode. We don't know jack shit about our brain. How are we going to plug into a computer what it feels like? Plus, it feels different for everyone. Like when I'm on mushrooms, it's tough to describe, but everything, it feels like I'm watching a Blu-ray. No. Everything just feels sharper. I think he was thinking more of like DMT there's, there's where everybody has this same kind of, you know. And back then, I understand. what Hancock said is that they're figuring out a way to keep people in that state so they could map That's the right. Yeah. So that ties it all together. So that would make it possible, I think. If there's some way you could take snapshots inside the cell. Well, it would let people, if they could somehow figure it out, it would let people experience these things and remove the stigma of drug that's attached to it. I'd rather we just remove the stigma of drugs as opposed to having to create a fucking virtual reality. Like it seems, it seems like we're well, doing things really backwards. I think the really virtual backwards. reality is already there and now you just have to, you, you know. You give it to children. You could also give it to children. Yeah, that's, a really, that's a really good point, Kamar. Gotcha. That's a really good point. My favorite quote the guy said is, there's no good or bad in evolution. I just want to get this straight. You would give your kid a mushroom trip without the mushrooms, but you have a problem giving your kid mushrooms. Just out of curiosity, I'm just trying to figure out where we, like what. I, I don't know if I have a problem giving my kid anything. I really haven't thought that far about it, but. Well, uh, no, but you guys just made the statement. So just sit on it for a sec. Think about it. Like, would you want to give your, I don't know, 12 year old kid a mushroom trip? If it meant they didn't have to actually take the mushrooms. Okay. Again, it might not be a mushroom trip and it might be, maybe they're, for all I know, maybe it has to do with. But I'm saying it's a mushroom trip. So get rid of it. It might not be. A full on mushroom trip. Well, yeah, because that's kind of what we're talking about here, right? Okay, fine. A DMT trip, even crazier. Um, if, If my child had a problem that needed to be cured. And this was a way to do it. I mean, I think I would be open to that. If my kid had epilepsy and and he was having seizures sure, every day. Sure, that's different. I'm not talking about that. Is that what we're talking about? Or yeah, depression? that's what we're talking about. Because t- why on earth else would you be giving your... Well, why would where you, I was at. Why would you want your kid why you to do the psychedelic trip? You know what I mean? Well, that's where that was the question no, I was asking. No, it was if they had PTSD. Maybe they were raped as a child sure. or yeah, whatever, yeah. right? Something terrible happened to them. Yeah, I'm with you. That's... The uh, MDMA, that's why I was asking MDMA, though, because I couldn't figure the, out why you would want to give your kid a mushroom trip, yeah, or any trip for that. Well, matter. I think it would be, uh, that but would yeah, be sure for the good pieces of it. But I also you just don't, want him to be enlightened at but, a really early age. But buddy. I also don't. But here's my other thing. I think the the physical trip itself is what does it to you. I don't think it has anything. I don't think if you just saw the visuals, it would have any effect on you. I think it's the actual that's, trip that's, that's possible. Until virtual reality can plug you into the point where it's like the matrix where you actually feel because right now virtual reality is simply some speakers and a headset. Well, I certainly don't think they're there yet. Yeah, but it, it, I know. But Simon, what I'm saying is like virtual reality in the next 20 years, I don't see getting to the point where you could experience a DMT trip the I way do. you would if you did DMT. I think we're closer to it than we are to Pong. But yeah, but that's a fucking ridiculous statement. That's good. No, it isn't. Well, how yeah. far away was Pong? 20 years 40 ago. Years no, ago 40 years ago. 40, yeah. Okay, well, I'm giving myself an easy timeline. 40 1980? Yeah. I'd like it to be less time. From from Mortal Kombat before that. to now. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I mean... I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. But the virtuality I've played, you guys have got to come over and try it. No, but I've tried the HTC Vive, so I, I, I understand it, Kamar, but... 
you have to understand as someone that's done DMT, like I'm just going off of a mushroom trip, like your average, and I'm not talking about a trip. I'm just talking about like doing a gram of mushrooms. I can't see that. And I know that we're arguing it's not the vibe, like down the, down the line, but I just can't see them being able to replicate that without you being fully submersed in some sort of, I don't know. Cause I've done it and you're, you're not, you're there. Like it's, it's the hardest thing to. Yeah, but you're there. That's what I mean no, but though. But you're physically there. I'm in another dimension and I look over and I see my buddy is just energy. Okay. Like, but that's like, what I'm like saying. Infrared. Yeah. But, but you also feel that in your person. And that's what I think the virtual reality is lacking. And you guys don't seem to be here with me at all on this. Like, no, if you can think of something, it can be done. That's, that's, that's my bottom line. Yeah, again, uh, I, I'm just assuming. The timeline is. I'm, a, I'm assuming that you know we've gotten so much better at what it is we need to do to make. It's this actually happen lasers by the that time shoot in your retina. Like it's not even. It's not even your eyes are aware that you're looking at a screen. Like, well, he, remember when they I, were again? Sorry. Well, no, I, I don't just, know. I'm, I'm making shit. <laughs> okay, up, I but. get it, but you got okay. We're living in a world that we're not living in, and you guys just keep going to that. But, so well, it's no, tough. We're, we're talking about a, a world that's coming. Yeah, it's the future, right? Yeah. Remember when they were talking about um, how at some point we're going to have a computer in us and maybe that will be like uh, they'll take out a tooth and the computer will go into your tooth or somewhere on you. And then I started thinking AirPods, like maybe that's what they're just getting us ready for, you know? Maybe it will be something that just goes right into well, your they, ear. They, they have that already, just high-end technology, like... Um Hearing aids. But you see what I'm saying that Apple and all these, the, the wireless Bluetooth, I guess, is actually the first step in. Yeah, but I was telling you, Simon, that assimilation, there's no regulation. That neural link thing. I was telling you, I saw a video of someone walking down the street and the neural link was taking all the parked cars. It was doing its best Mm -hmm. to eliminate all the parked cars. So like you're, so Kamar, you're walking down the street. And again, this is super basic. It's pixelated as fuck. You can see that it's doing its best to, to like Photoshop on the spot what it thinks is behind the car and every parked car there, it, you can see it doing it on the fly. So, I mean, that's kind of, you know, and again, I'm the one who sits here and says we're living in a simulation. So I obviously think that way, way, way down the line, we're going to get there. I just think that you guys are more in a boat of like, we're going to get to see it, the three of us. Whereas I'm saying to you guys, I think it's, I think it's further down the line. Like Kamar, for Kamar saying we're closer to that than Pong, I disagree with that. That's all. I, I fairly, uh, I, I, that's all right. You can disagree with me anytime you want. I, <laughs> I would say we are going to see something that we say, I can't believe this. But I see that all the time. Like technology. Oh, it is. That's all. I, oh, I, come I, on. I, for me, it's a wow and amazement. Like, dude, Tupac played Coachella fight. two years ago. I mean, that looked horrible. Maybe it'll get better. I, he needs aliens to land on the White House lawn. I'm still not afraid because I'll tell you the aliens don't have political parties. Rem- they don't have races. Like they don't. Advance. How do you know that? Yeah. You don't know anything. Remember a couple of episodes. Maybe the ago. Wakandans show up <laughs> like you crack us. All these ancient civilizations are one people, not a war with anyone. They're all just together. That's just what? not true either. Oh yeah. No, that's not true at all. You don't know. So. Oh, fuck off. You don't. We got to wrap it. We got, debate. I know you got a lot more time, but we're at we're at two and a half hours. Wow. We wasted a lot of time on um, the first guy. I want to go back to Lex Friedman. C.T. Fletcher. 
I would say we wasted more time on Cheeto Santino, but um, can I just say that I totally agree with him when he was saying why science fiction is important because it, you know, like sci-fi. Sure. It, it, it allows the creative people to have their shot at saying what, but I would just argue that be like, you yeah, know? but that's any, any fiction writing, any writing or any art of any kind is just an expression of, I know that sci-fi tends to go more to the future. Well, it's all to the future. Yeah. No, well, some of it is set in the past future. You know what I mean? Okay. It's all fuck whatever. I like and porno, you know, pornography. I enjoy porno too. <laughs> I like how you explained us what sci- science fiction was. Yeah. The short for for was. No, science fiction. I can't agree with you more. And it's crazy because it even. Remember many episodes ago, I was saying that H.G. Wells, it was somebody else. I mean, it wasn't me. I was pointing out that a lot of the things that H.G. Wells. Sure. Um, that was when we couldn't figure out who wrote. Uh, War of the Worlds. Yeah. War of the Worlds or 10,000 Leagues Under the Sea, whatever. We had this conversation. But th- that's, you know. A lot of these guys have written things that we are seeing are coming true. Like, it's it's. Is it a prediction or a manifest? You know? Yeah, but look at George Orwell too. You could argue that I everything. Think. I mean, George Orwell also like. Or some people are chosen to pass on messages, and or what's the case? Is that what you're getting? What's at? the case with I think L. That's Ron what you Hubbard? Were getting at. <laughs> Sorry, L. Ron Hubbard, because well, he wrote it, it exists. Like, it, but it doesn't exist, right? We don't know. Well, that's bad science fiction. That's, There's that's, a lot of bad science fiction. Well, you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I never I, understood what that meant. I think in this case, we it's can like I throw can see all the forest the, the trees. What the fuck does that mean? Um, well, you throw the bathwater out when you're for- done taking yes, a bath. I understand and you make that. Sure that you yeah, don't throw okay, the baby sure. out with the forest, it. How does that work for forest, what he's saying? The and forest, the forest for the trees is fucking the most no, it infuriating one That's the big picture. You just see a bunch of trees, but it's a forest with animals and everything. You can't see the forest through the trees. It's just a bunch of trees, but it's everything. It's is it you can't see the forest through the trees? The is that the saying? You can't see the forest through the trees. Through the trees, is it? Oh, my God. I've been fucking... As opposed to what? What did you think it was? Who cares? I was wrong can't my whole life, forest. 36 years. Hey, grilled cheese, baby. But what, what did you think it, it was? What did you think? <laughs> Girl cheese. Girl That's cheese. what it is. Right. I can't remember now because now all I'm saying is the right one. Forest can't see the forest the through the trees. I still hate it. Can't see the trees for the forest. It's still fucking stupid. Yeah, that's fine. You're allowed. Can't see the forest for the trees? Is maybe that that's what I thought it was, yeah. That might also be an expression. But maybe that's like the American way to say it, like online. Waiting Man, online. You know they're our biggest demographic. Do you have any more? Like, we really got to wrap I this have, up. I have, fucking, ma- I have The many. best thing you said was there is no good and bad in evolution. The message is get ahead of this, man. I think we'll tackle it all in the post show if you want. And well, uh, we'll try. We don't want to make that fucking two hours either. So make, super, make pull a point from your last one, Simon, and let's discuss it. And then we're gonna shut this fucker down. Or rate it, and we can do it in the post show. Um, yeah, okay, we can just rate it. Uh, I mean, I feel like we missed everything. China, China. They talked so much about China, and I thought that was so interesting. This guy had some real like insight into what the hell was going on over there. Right. As well, we he's been in North Korea too. How, like, how they're a nation run by engineers, and we're a nation run by lawyers. I thought that was just you know great the way people to look at it. the people making um, decisions and making policy here are lawyers. The people doing that there are engineers. So of course they're going to. The lawyers are looking at wealth. Get quicker to where they're going. They're looking at infrastructure. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, this was a fascinating discussion. Fascinating. You thought this one was better than Friedman? I thought this was so much better than Friedman. Uh, but I thought the two together was such a yes, compliment. Yes, that like, was, it, was it. it was they just, were, they, I wouldn't it say was, it was so much better They were than good Friedman. together. I thought Friedman was really good. I don't know. I'm giving this a... I liked Lex, but I really thought that this was the highlight of the week. I still think yeah. this is getting the same four and a half. I'm, I'm giving this one a five, too. Like, I was wow, just, you I gave was, two fives this I thought week. I was I'm giving this one five. a four and a half. It was fascinating. I, I just, mean, again, I'm going to go four and a half as well. Same thing I gave Lex. I thought this was a really good podcast for sure. A I also like this was only two and a half hours. I like the I like the two hour the brevity. Yeah, I find three is just especially when there's like five or four three hour podcasts in a week. I thought and it I'm complimented to get some books on tape. podcast it's a lot. amazingly, and it's just the zeitgeist of the moment. Really, what's important, and no one's talking about it. Everyone should hear this podcast. Yeah, and we really didn't get to much of the like. You should people go listen to this one. It's well worth your time. I told you, man, listen, either we start a pardon the interruption, like half hour timer for every guest and they get their fucking half hour because it seems like we you said C.T. Fletcher got too much time. You know, maybe we should start a timer. Well, it's just because at the beginning we're you know, we're we every point gets dissected more. And then by the end, we're just, you know, well, throwing things we got out it, the well, because we don't want to make it a three hour. I mean, I will say this. The people that do hit us up that are like, I listen, they're. They have no problem listening to a three-hour podcast, so maybe we shouldn't care. As and much. it's it's no problem. Like uh, the post show is free, and you can get it in a couple of days, and we'll fill in the gaps. Well, this week it's going to be up on Patreon. Well, that's that's if tomorrow. you want it tomorrow, and then you wow, can, you guys uh, just slid into the promo yeah, there. Man. Like then you don't amazing. have to wait at all. You wow. can fill all these gaps right away. Do you want to give your final thoughts on Jamie before you? Uh... Yes, I thought he was terrific. I thought he was pretty uh, pretty level headed. Even when Joe was pressing him on the uh, psilocybin, he said, "You know, you're right. I can see that I'm putting up walls right away, but that's just I haven't done it." Completely reasonable. Yeah, totally reasonable. Okay, um, and I give him I, I give him a four point five, but I'll give him like a four point eight well, as a person. Great guy, and he talked with that fascination. Yes, and just like um, enchantment, passion. And he was giving a message, which was be careful, but he wasn't like so doom and gloom, doom and gloom that I had to like tone him out. He, he had the right. He's the right guy for this job, I think, to get <laughs> people aware. He's got to get Russell Brandon with him, man. All right, Kamar, you Was he any? handsome? Whoa, okay. Uh, no. Oh. He's an older dude. I mean, whatever. Who am I? Yeah, no, he wasn't. That's my judgment. You think he was handsome? He Kamar? wasn't like JFK? Yeah, he was handsome. No, he was we JFK. need like a real handsome guy to spread this message. He was handsome, for sure. Kamar, Kamar I, liked I, him. I give him the D. Yeah. Well, on that okay. note, perfect. Come love are you playing anywhere this the week? Answer. I'll be, not this week. I'll be playing at uh, Absolute Comedy on Preston on the 29th of May. Don't forget to do that. 29th of May and don't forget you can uh, find Kamar's weather report for the Ottawa and Toronto area every day it's the weather it's the weather with Kamar Babar there you go Uh, you can find that on Instagram you're seeing that all night at Kamar Babar you can follow the show on Instagram at J-R-E-E podcast Uh, send us an email at J-R-E-E podcast at gmail.com at J-R-E-E no it's just J-R-E-E podcast at gmail.com follow the subreddit I don't know search J-R-E-E podcast uh, if you want to donate on the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash JREE podcast. Thank you to the new Patreons that came on. Part of the family. You guys are the, the real real weight pullers in this one. We don't know if you guys want to say your names, so shoot us an email if you want to shout you out because for sure we want to give you guys the credit you deserve. Thank you for your support. Yeah, and uh, this 
Uh, starting tomorrow, the uh, post show will go up on the Patreon uh, right away. So if you guys feel like you don't get enough of us, which is, I can't see that happening. But if you feel like you can't get enough of this podcast and you need the post show right away, you can go over to the Patreon. Give us a buck or five or ten. Hell, be Joe about it. Give us a hundred. No, I'm kidding. Uh, that be a Joe. That, that being said, you can also follow me on Instagram. It's at Floydy, F-L-O-Y-D, E-E-E-E-E. That's it. Uh, thanks for joining us again. And um, stick around for the post show. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you. See you.